Blog Talk Radio.
want to say shalom, greetings, Shabbat shalom, really, because of uh, today being the holiest high day uh, that our forefathers observed, and that is the Day of Atonement. So, for sure, for sure, Shabbat shalom, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on this Fosmos on Network of Brother Seth. And we are swinging again, trying to unite the family. And what a better day to unite than on Yom Kippur or the Day of Atonement, as celebrated by most of the people anyway on the planet. Even the so-called Jews by religion who the world thinks, many people think are their actual Jews in Israel. They even celebrated on this day. So, anyway, it's a wonderful day. Anytime you're trying to unite and become at one minute or atonement or trying to forgive your brothers and sisters and try to walk in peace with your brothers and sisters, a day of forgiveness for this whole nation. So, on this Yom Kippur 2019, a day of atonement, we have again our brother, the one and only brother Leonard Johnson. A brother that simply called the show and had an interest in when we was going to talk about, um, or had an interest in talking about the non-Messianic Israelites. I mean, this brother really, really, really wanted to talk about it. So we decided to do what we do with some of our callers. Could be you next time. We just invited the brother to come on. And uh, <laughs> he has come on and has turned into a little series. And um, tonight may be the final, though. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Just bear with me, everybody. Anyway, so tonight is part three. I'll go ahead and read the show description. I have to make a little adjustment there. Tonight is part three. Let's go and read the show description where everybody will be on the same accord. And folks, I'm not 100% tonight, so my voice may do a little raspy, but just know Brother Seth Hart is on point. And uh, so we got to keep this train moving forward. So this is what I said to many of you earlier, for those of you that just call the phone number and don't have a clue as to what's going on. I sent this to many of you. While most black Israelites believe in Christ, why don't others? Part three. I went on to type in the show's description, Happy Day of Atonement. And I mean that. What better time to become one as a nation than on Yom Kippur, which some call Yom Kippur. Tonight, Israelites try to unite in belief. We welcome again author Leonard Johnson and other non-Messianic Israelites for a vital Peaceful, informative dialogue. And I went on to say, did Christ live and was, the, and was he the Messiah? One more time. Did Christ live? Who many of you call Jesus or Yeshua? Did he live? And was he the Messiah? Some would ask that. If he did live, was he the Messiah? But then others doubt I went on to type, is the New Testament inspired of the Father's Ruach, HaKadosh, a.k.a. Holy Spirit? I mean, really. 
really is the New Testament inspired of the Father's law. Many of you have asked that question. Obviously, if you've asked that question, you must have your doubts in these people that doubt it or that just can't quite uh, embrace it. We call non-Messianic. That's if they also believe we Israelites. So tonight is not just for African Americans who we have come to realize are the people of the Bible, are the people of ancient times that the world called Israelites or Jews or the first family of the Bible, or the father's eldest son, or Zion, or Jews, or the various names those holy people were called. Tonight is not just for them, but it's for anyone trying to understand the scriptures, and more important, more importantly, as the sister sang early in the opening song. Yah, we're just trying to understand Yah the Father. So, again tonight, folks, if if for anybody, if you're trying to understand Yah and trying to walk with Yah and trying to be obedient to the Father, this show is for you. We say Yah because the Scripture talks about extolling His name, Jah, in the Book of Psalms, and of course we know that that J was just really mean. A why as we get the word hallelujah. So we praise Yah of Israel and we more more than anything we thank him for his son, the Messiah. Uh at least this network, the Five Stone Network, um, uh, embrace the Messiah. And as host and creator of this, this, this network, I'm letting everyone know where I stand and where this blog show has stood since two thousand eleven. But tonight we're going to bring on a moderator who's going to be just that, a moderator, and he will uh, balance the conversations among non-Messianic and Messianic. Me just opening up the show and reminding y'all a few things. I thought I would also make my stand and make it clear what the network is all about, because some of you may want to tune in to the future. And I would like you to know just what angles we're coming at. It's always, always from a non-Messianic Excuse me, from a Messianic standpoint, we definitely believe in Yeshua. Some people say Yahshua. Some people say Jesus. But just know this, the Messiah of the New Testament, we 1,000% embrace, or I 1,000% embrace, I should say. And most of my guests that I invite over the years, not all of them, though, we try to be a little neutral at times, but most of them I would strongly say that they have been uh, Messianic, okay? Having said that, I want to do something I haven't done in a while because we got a lot of new listeners, and I've tried to do this like every five shows, and I ain't done this in like ten shows. So I want to tell everybody really quickly uh, just what the Five Soul Stones are all about, okay? If you're tuning into this network, you wonder where the Five Soul Network, where you get the name from, I'm going to talk a little fast. Because I got a lot of ground to cover. Because God bring this moderator on, we try to get him on really in the next three minutes. That's about eight fifteen. So let me just talk fast. Pay attention, please. Uh, sometime back in 1988, I asked the Father five questions. Five questions after dealing with racism in the church. I was tired of white males and their racism, of whom I loved and followed uh, some of them uh, in various ministries. But I began to see racism in America like never before. 
and I ask the Father five questions. The five questions are this, not in any order. I say, Father, can I understand the book of Revelations? I don't trust white males. I've seen too much racism, not just in the world, but lately in the churches. And I don't think my salvation needs to be hinged on what these men are saying to me, Father. I want you to visit me like you visit me. Speak to them like you speak to them. Speak to me like you speak to them. And I asked him, again, not in any certain order, I asked him, I keep hearing, uh, 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 no, I asked him, can I understand the book of Revelations? I say, these are uh, the men like Hal Lindsey, uh, Hilton Sutton, and various uh, men of the body of Christ, Perry Robinson. I look to them for my mate. My, my bread and butter with regards to end time prophecies and I had enough of them because I saw where their hearts were why they were very intelligent y'all better be careful knocking these men by the way why they're very uh, 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 racist have hidden racisms of the heart and they don't always tell the truth that black people is concerned because of this stronghold in a lot of white males hearts uh, that don't mean that they don't, uh, they're not trying to live, the, live for the Father in other areas of their life, but that don't mean that they're not truly, truly, truly born again. So all of y'all saying they fake, they liars, be careful. Because some of us is no different. And I'm talking about Hebrew Israelites even. So I've learned something, that they are real, a lot of them. They just have a weakness, just like some of you do. So I can't trust that weakness, though. I can't trust no longer them. So I asked the Father, come down and say the book of Revelation. Another thing I asked the Father, with what's going on? What's going on? I've heard there's wars planned, some wars planned as much out as 30 years. I hear that there's some called Illuminati. This was before any of y'all was even, most of y'all was even thinking about this. Well, I'm, I should say that. This was before it was social media. This was back in the early 90s. I, I prayed this prayer, folks. Listen, actually, yeah, yeah, this was in the 80s. I prayed this prayer, folks. Listen. I asked the Father about this new concept, a new, new thing I kept hearing about, one world government, a new world order. I asked him about that. What is that, Father? What is that? I can't trust the media, NBC, ABC. They've been lying. So what's really going on? I don't feel like the news that we're hearing is really the news. What is really going on? And again, folks, I'm just going over what the five smooth stones really are. guess I should play our theme in the background. Uh, to go with this, I guess I'd make, make it right. Uh, so when y'all heard this five smooth stones, just know what it's about. But anyway, so I asked him, what is going on? Another thing I asked the father was, I said, Father, I keep hearing, because one of the things these ministers were saying back then in 1988, to be exact, the year, was that the father is getting ready to put his, his word in the black man like never before. The first is going to be last. And the last is going to be first. And it sounded racist to me when he first, when Kenneth Copeland, this is one minister was saying this, lots of ministers were saying it, but I was at Kenneth Copeland convention when I first heard it, and I rejoiced in 87 like, it, like everybody else, but in 88, I found out that white people a lot of times will tell you that because they're just not ready to give it up now, so they'll say God is getting ready to do something with the black man. God is getting ready to do something with black people. But Kenneth Copeland didn't just stop at saying that like other ministers did. He went on to say, not only is God getting ready to put his word in the black man like never before, and the first is going to be last, and the last is going to be first. Yes, that was the word back in 88. But he went on to say, I have something to tell black people. And when I tell you, you're going to just tear up this convention. You're going to be so excited. But I just can't tell you right now. I didn't like that. 
And that's really what prompted me to play these five questions because it was just mounting up to me, this frustration with this, this teasing that a lot of white males was doing, among other racism. So I, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> I did not like that. So I asked the Father, again, these questions. Book of Revelation. Can I understand the book of Revelation? What is really going on? And I went on to say, um, just go with me, I kind of do three things here one time here, folks. Let me just skip because I kind of got a mental block here. Y'all, I promise you, I'm not feeling that well, but I, I'll come back to the other one. I'll always forget one. I'll come back to it. But I asked him, were there blacks in the Bible? Were there any people in the book that looked like me? Were there anybody in that book that looked like me? Because I keep hearing things like that Jesus was black and all this. And I told the Father, I don't really care what color he was. I don't care. I do believe he looked blonde hair, blue eyed. I don't care. Father, can you uh, tell me, show me, is there anybody in the book that just looked like me? And that was one of my hard cries, folks. And moderator John Clark, please be bear with me. I have to do this like every five shows. And we haven't done it like ten shows. Or I haven't done it ten shows. So bear with me. I'm coming to you. All right, so folks, I asked that question. Another question I asked the father was, could I see the world? Could I see the world? Because I didn't ask to be in America, and I don't trust white supremacy, this white supremacy uh, uh, education system. I don't trust these colleges, and I don't don't trust a lot of these churches. While I know there's a lot of truth to salvage anybody's soul, uh, get you in the door of salvation, in terms of growing spiritually, I did not trust. I did not trust. I did not trust. The, the, the white church that pretty much led the black church. So another thing I asked the father was, um, I remember it now, what is what you're using the black man? This, this prophecy that you're going to use the black man like never before, the first is going to be last, and last is going to be first. Well, here are the topics that came out of those five questions. Let me go to our moderator. Number one, I have, we have, we do go into the book of Revelation. The Father has showed us quite a bit out of the book of Revelation. We talked about on this show. Many of our earlier shows we dealt exclusively, especially Revelation 19. Okay, so um, we deal with, the Father did um, reveal us. And then what is going on? There is, um, let me just say it the short way. I'll just give the five topics. How about that? We talk about on this show the Revelation of who the true Jews are. That has a lot to do with what's going on, but not all of it. That's number one. That's one stone, five stones, five full stones. Number two, we talk about the revelation of leprosy, the level, the revelation of leprosy. Who exactly is uh, white people? Of course, they us, we're them, but what I mean is how do we become white? How do we become black? Uh, remember I asked the Father, were there any blacks in the Bible? In order for him to reveal to me who those people were in the Bible, he had to reveal something he called leprosy. So we talk about that. Bible leprosy and leprosy having your head right now, folks, is two different worlds. One type of leprosy was vitiligo, albinism, and that was the birth of white skin on our planet. It not only is in skin, but it's in animals, it's in insects, it's in plants. I go into a deep like nobody else, I guarantee you, on here on this five foot stone. Not being arrogant, but it's the truth. Leprosy. You probably hardly ever heard that before. Another thing we talk about is the one world government. Remember I asked the father what is going on? 
We talk about this thing that's trying to mimic the true kingdom of the Most High, the kingdom of Yah on the earth, but it's a phony kingdom. It's called the New World Order, One World Government. We'll get into that. And then uh, we talk about something called white supremacy. Now, many of you say, oh, I know what that is. No, guarantee you never heard white supremacy like I teach it. Not to boast on what I'm saying. I'm not the only one that teaches this, but I mean in terms of in a, a, a church a religious type of setting, you're just not going to hear it. Because I believe white supremacy, some of the biggest perpetrators of them or promoters of it is dark-skinned people. Because we believe the lie, whereas white people know better. They're more deceivers. We are the true supremacists because we believe the lie. They're telling the lie. We believe the lie. They make us the true white supremacists. Go into that. Go into that. And the last but not least, the kingdom of the Most High Yah. Yes, we go into all of those things. So, folks, listen. Again, thank you for tuning to the Five Foot Stone. Support this network. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. I can't say it enough, folks. You got to follow us. Follow us. Um, where you can get these shows sent to you directly, and you won't miss none of the shows. We have over 430 shows. We've been doing since 2011. And uh, follow the show. Okay? All right, let's go with the Fort Worth. Let's go. Take a plane or something. That's an old uh, Andre Crouch song, one of our favorites. <laughs> Somebody told me. I didn't think it could be too that happened to me. That's the name of that song. All right, folks. We have a hand that went up, but we're going to come to you after we bring on the moderator, Erico 804971. We come to you later. Erico 972805. Brother John Clark, are you there? I am here. What's good, Brother Seth? I thought I heard some noise in your line, but it just cleared up whatever it was. Brother, it's good to hear your voice. Say hello to the people. The show is in your hand. Forgive me for taking so long, but I have to do our, what we do every so often, okay? No doubt. Well, come on, Brother John. You, you see, it's all in your hand, brother. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, I thought you just said <clears throat> you were introducing me and that you had, anyway, it's all good. Yeah, now, John, just for the record, everybody, another hand just went up. So we actually have two hands up. Erico 804-971, we come at you first, and then Erico 774-264. Okay, so, moderator, what do you want to do? You want us to go take the phone calls first? and Because um, it's pretty early. We can get right at it. Let, let's just go quickly do some house cleaning, uh, folks. For the everyone who's looking to call in, our objective is to create an atmosphere that you feel comfortable in that is not belligerent and a whole lot of fussing taking place. Uh, we know that that is resident in a lot of different uh, shows and, and, and diff, uh, conversations back and forth when it comes to the Hebrew Israelites, especially a topic such as this, but uh, we will not uh, allow that to take place. Uh, we will just have our regular spirited discussion, just like we had last week and the week prior. Uh, when you call in, we're going to want to know your name and where you're calling from. Uh, we're going to want to know the reason for your or what your question is. Uh, we're going to want to know why you have that question. Do you want to prove a point? Do you want to dispute a point that was been that has been made? Uh, do you want to just add clarity? Uh, whichever the case may be, we welcome that. 
And then we also want to know how much time you need to do that, and we'll hold you to that. If you say 15 minutes, trust and believe, you will not have 15 minutes, but we'll let you know how much time you can get. If you say two minutes, you likely will get two minutes because we have two minutes to spare. With that being said, Brother Seth, let's go ahead and ring them in. Okay, and I'm coming to you, Eric. Before I do, I just forgot one thing. I'm moving so fast to get Brother John on because we had to go to get him on at 8.15. I did on the last stone, on the last topic I talked about in the five full stones, kingdom of God. Uh, that's the last stone or the last topic the Father gave me. The kingdom of God is nothing more than the what we talk about the most, we talk about tonight, the Father, the Son, Kingdom Principles, the solution to all of those other topics I brought up. Air code 804-971. Go ahead with your question or comment. We'd love to know your name and your city, please. Shalom, everyone. This is Dr. Jeanette. I am calling from Anchorage, Alaska. Um, and I believe Hello, I, I was coming. Hi. Uh, Hello, thank Dr. you Jeanette. for. Hi, Brother John. How are you? Very good, ma'am. Thank you for asking. Yes, I want to also say hello to my teacher, Brother Leonard. Yeah, okay, and he's, he's have, actually not on the line yet. yet. So, Someone 
on the line who may uh, have quite a bit to say when Dr. Jeanette called in at the outset. Uh, let's go ahead and have her uh, make her statement, and then we can move on to the next call if that's cool with you. Well, she's going to be on as a co-host pretty much. She's saying pretty much she's going to be commenting more than once. I don't know if you knew that or not. I mean, I sent you. No, I, mis- I misinterpreted that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I well, we can, yeah. She's going to be on for the long haul, so we probably should just take this call and just move on to her and Brother Leonard. Is it okay? That's cool with me. Okay. Spring let's on. do this first so, again because she is going to be a co-host. Speaking? Hold on one second, sister. Erico okay. seven seven four two six four. Your line is now open. Go ahead with your question or comment. We'd love to know your name and city, please. Hey, shalom, everyone. Can you hear me? Well, yes, shalom. shalom. Hey, how goes it? My name is Kevin. I'm calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. And uh, I don't really have a, I don't really have so much of a question. I'm actually uh, following the footsteps of Jeanette and Brother Johnson right now. Um, I'm also one of his students, and I just wanted to call in and, you know, thank you for allowing him to come on the show and. Um, you know, tell his version of the story. And I just have one request um, from listening to some of the previous shows. Um, you know, he's been, you've, people's been asking questions and he's been trying to answer it. Um, and he hasn't really been able to complete or get or answer one full question. And so all I'm asking humbly is that as the show continues, um, at some point, you know, if a question is presented, uh, please allow him just to fully answer the question, you know, and this is just my request. If he only gets okay. one question answered for the whole show, please allow him just to answer that question fully. And uh, that's really all I have. I bow, I bow out, and I just want to uh, make that statement. Okay. Well, Brother Kim, we appreciate that. I'm at the moderator comment on that. And when I put you on hold, just remember to press 1, everybody, so your hand will go down because right now your hand is up. Okay? Okay. And what was the caller's name? Kevin. My name is Kevin. 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 Yes, sir. Kevin, before you hang up, hold on. Let me me go ahead and address that directly. uh, We actually have um, protocols in place so that a person can do exactly what you're requesting that we allow uh, Brother Leonard do. So, for instance, if Brother Leonard has a question that's posed to him or someone comes on the line and they have a question or whatever the case may be, we normally are going to ask, hey, how much time do you need? And they get to choose the amount of time that they need. Very seldom does someone choose an amount of time, and it's such that we're saying, well, no, we can't do that. And last week, uh, because of the technical difficulties, Brother Leonard literally had about 15 minutes of straight bars that he could run through because we couldn't even get on the line. And I was the only one on that line with Brother Leonard, and Brother Leonard had ample opportunity. I'm like, if anybody listened to that show – he has had ample opportunity, so I'm kind of like surprised that 
um, you're inclined to believe that he's not getting the opportunity. If time delivers the opportunity, then he absolutely has had the time because there's a lot that I have yet to say that I was going to say on this show because I wanted him to have the ability to get his entire say out. So um, if, if you're inclined to believe that he didn't get enough uh, or he kept getting cut off, I apologize for that, but that really was not our intention. And, and, and we wanted him to get the ability to say it all, but it has to, we, we can't go for three hours. That's how long the show would go at times. We can't go for three hours. So if Brother Leonard has 15 scriptures, we can't do all 15. He has to focus on just, you know, some of the ones that drive the point home. So I just want to give you a heads up and say we're trying our best to be equitable in the matter. Yes, sir, and I'm not, I'm not you know, debating that. Um, like I said, you know, what I've, what I've noticed, and I'm just, you know, this maybe it's just my perception. Um, okay. Is that, you know, when a question is presented, Hold on for time's sake. For time's sake, you've already okay. articulated that. For time's sake, let's move on. You, we're going to work with them. Uh, we just got to learn how to, we got to be prepared to, to talk to people, have an hour message, do our message in 30 minutes, do our message in 15 minutes. We got to sometimes, sometimes we're passing on the road. We only have five minutes. And the brother just got to be, this is just one of those shows where he got to just bottle it up. So it's just no. Uh, we follow you. We your heart too. You got a good heart. You and we'll try and team. concur. We'll try and work within that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I see that's all I'm asking. May I? I, may, I, may I? Yes, Doctor Jeanette. Yes, actually, uh, Brother John, that was actually a mirror request of mine as well. After listening to the show um, last week. Um, and I know that you just articulated it was not your intent, but again, Brother Leonard uh, was not able to articulate a concept because there were so many different questions and so many different interruptions aside from the technical difficulties. So that, too, is my cry tonight. Uh, and let me back up real quick and just say um, I want to honor uh, the Five Smooth Stones Network, because I tell you, it is absolutely phenomenal what is happening. And so I don't want to forget to say that, but I do want to mirror the same request as Brother Kevin, that if um, our teacher only answers one question the entire night, that that question would be answered in its entirety uh, with uh, you know, our teacher understanding that, you know, he can't go to every scripture. He definitely understands that. But just begging and asking for um, not so many interruptions um, tonight. And then one other request, if I could, please, real quickly, um, um, that we, we are all intelligent on this line. I mean, we've got uh, doctors and MDivs and theologians, and so just want to also beg for respect because Brother Leonard, uh, my teacher, was insulted a few times last week. And, of course, I'm sure that it was not your intent, but he was, and he handled it with humility. And so I just want us to step up to 
the um, intellectual status that we all have and love each other and have a, a great, great discussion and, um, and that at the end of it all, that, you know, the Most High would get the glory and somebody on this line will get some answers to their question. Thank you so much. Very well. And Brother John, if I can jump in really quickly and just make yes, a quick little response to that. Uh, Brother Leonard, you heard, you, you heard them right. You, you heard your, 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 your students, correct? Yeah, I heard them. Okay, now this is what we're going to ask of you, Brother. If you went on CNN, if you went on any other any talk shows, they're going to ask you a question. And uh, forget those secular shows. I shouldn't have used them. But if you go on any show, people don't normally ask you a question and just sit back for 20 minutes and let you talk. That's just unheard of. The only form you can do that is if we come to your setting like the students that are sharing, uh, you guys have a phone line, from my understanding, and you do teaching in person. I've seen them on, on YouTube, and they're like an hour long. And you sit there and you talk and talk and talk and talk, and they listen, listen, listen. This is not that kind of form, everybody. we got two hours, and now we got like an hour and 20 minutes. So Brother mm-hmm. John is going to ask questions. And, Brother John, I want you to set a limit. I want you to, I, I, this is my suggestion. I suggest you ask him a question. And you, tomorrow, you make the final. But I suggest you ask a question. Say, Brother Lynn, you have 10 minutes uninterrupted. Go for it. Mm-hmm. If Brother Lynn, if you're yeah. not done in 10 minutes, if you're not done in 10 minutes, that's just my say. Brother John may give you less or more. I just think that's how, that's professionalism. And what you may have to do mm-hmm. is say, I can't go into it because it's pretty deep. We've been deceived. A lot of things have changed, so I'm going to refer you to here, refer you to my YouTube video. That's how we have to do it, okay? That's my mm-hmm. suggestion. Go ahead, Brother John. Yeah, I think Thank that you. um, you're quite welcome, Dr. Uh, Jeanette. Um, the, the funny thing is, is that from last show to this show, throughout the week, I prayed, and mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's nothing new. It's like I'll pray and I'll request that God gives me insight to mm-hmm. how to approach the show and that mm-hmm. he speaks through me and not myself uh, so mm-hmm. that whatever he wants said can be said. And to be honest, I told myself that in speaking with Brother Leonard uh, primarily, because he's been the, the primary person I, I've spoke with uh, over the last two mm-hmm. weeks, I was okay with the notion of we, those who believe in Christ, those who do not believe in Christ, um, we coexist on this earth at this time. It doesn't bother me uh, that there are persons who don't believe in in Christ. Um, And the thing is that... If they uh, have an issue with the fact that I do, then that's just an issue that they embrace themselves. It's like I can't fix that. There's absolutely no reason for me to get into some heated discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's perfectly okay. It, it, they existed like that back during. Um, well, <laughs> let me just skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say? They they existed during the time of the Messiah, which is the reason why we're having this discussion in the first place. There were people who did not believe in the Messiah, and they they the Messiah would tell them, okay, they just followed the law of Moses. 
that's fine. There were other people who were called the way. They believed on the Messiah. They had faith uh, in the Messiah, and they were called the way. And so um, those persons coexisted uh, to some degree. Sometimes there were uh, some issues that would take place, especially when you had the persons who were following the law of Moses felt like the liberties taken by the people of the way was going too far. It was an issue for them. But we come 2,000 years later, uh, we in this given captivity have a right to believe as we choose. And I just told myself, I'm like, um, there's a lot of things that I could say. I I, I literally do not just listen to this show and then you know, go play video games for the rest of the week or go, you know, work on houses mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think about it. And one of the things that I thought about was that um, I believe that any discussion that we have uh, will not be a discussion that says, that makes one person say, oh, you know what? That's a good point. I'm switching sides. That's not going to happen. What may happen what may happen is that a person during the time, their alone time, and in the deep recesses of their mind and, and of their heart, they think to themselves, you know, Brother Leonard said this, and, and that's a good point, and, and I want to look into that further. Or Brother Seth said this, that's a good point. I'm going to look into that further. And upon careful inspection and scrutiny and time spent in study, the Spirit of God gives insight to whomever it is he gives insight to. But, like, right now, I had no intention on having another last week. Brother Leonard is absolutely welcome and entitled to his beliefs, just like all of his students. You guys are welcome to that belief. Um, I just felt like, hey, do you. I'm going to do me and no matter okay. what the case may be, we'll be held responsible uh, for our okay. choices. Okay, if I if, oh. if I may, okay, let me say to Sister, uh, Sister Jeanette, Sister Jeanette, uh, just to move on past this, because I think we understand each other's heart for time's sake. There is a little noise on your background on your phone. I, I muted Kevin. I'm gonna unmute him now. Kevin, you are muted, but I'm gonna go ahead and, and just tell you that we're gonna move on and put you on hold. Okay, Kevin. Okay, yep, no problem. I appreciate you giving me the time to uh to speak. Sure. Sure. All right, Kevin is on me. Go ahead and press one Kevin for your hand and go down, sister. Uh Jeanette, there's a little noise in the background, but it's quiet now. Brother uh, Leonard, you you're open uh, moderators in your hand. I think it's time for us to move on. I have a question well, for Sister Jeanette, Jeanette whenever she gets a chance. If I may, Brother Seth, I I I spoke for maybe two minutes, if not more. Let's sister Jeanette go ahead and respond to that because again, uh, we are looking at two different factions, and I basically mm-hmm. um, said quite a bit. I would like for her or whomever to be able to respond, be a good, bad, or indifferent. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. And, Brother John, I, I, I heard everything that you said, and would it be um, safe to say that most of us on this line have the Christian perspective. We understand the Christian narrative. We understand the, 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 the messianic narrative of Jesus Christ 
But what we don't understand is we don't understand the non-Masonic perspective that Brother Leonard is bringing. And so um, is is, is it unfair uh, that I would think that that non-Masonic perspective needs to be allowed to be shared uh, within your guidelines as opposed to always, you know, coming back to remind us of the Christian perspective. I think most of us on the line were devout Christians, and some of us are still devout Christians. Of course, I am uh, a Hebrew-Israelite, non-Masonic person. I used to be a devout Christian. But the perspective that Brother Leonard brings um, is not one that is predominantly known. So is it um, is it well, safe to say that that, that 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 you know we would allow him to share that perspective in as complete um, a way as possible within the guidelines of what Brother Seth just laid out? Well, I I, I was under the impression that that's what we had done. Um, I, I do think that there is a line that has to be drawn because. Five smooth mm-hmm. stones represent a particular platform. And so at, it'll, it will always come back to that platform. Mm-hmm. Even if we had a Satanist on the line with us, the Satanist is more than welcome to express their views and their opinions and whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm, me knowing Seth, Seth is likely going to say, okay, well, those are the views of, of Anton LaVey. And um, mm-hmm. I do want to let you all know that we do not espouse those given views. As a matter of fact, right. we are diametrically opposed to them. So I, I think that's what will likely happen. It's almost like if Brother Leonard was doing a symposium somewhere, and we're like, well, Brother Leonard, can we tell him our part? Can we tell your people our, our part? He'd be like, oh, yeah, no, find absolutely. your own symposium to do that in. Right. <laughs> but, right. I mean, I you know, we're open to, to be, the discussion. I just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just want us to be careful that – the language that we're using is not belittling someone's belief because it's more than just uh, it's more than just sharing a point. At some point, um, um, all of us is going to find out what the truth is. So, so this, this coming together is is so much more than just Brother Leonard sharing a point or you guys sharing a point. So I just want to make sure that the language that we use as we articulate the other side is not language of minimizing or belittling for, you know, for, point for, taken. for all fairness. Okay. All right. Thank you. Point, point, point taken. And, and I yeah. will be the first to say yeah. that if I am, if I've done that, I apologize. I do. Re, I do recall one time that I, I laughed when brother Leonard, yeah. I was trying to say something and I'm, I'm like, I, I'm done, <laughs> you know, because I, I was trying to, uh, I, I forget what we were doing. And, it, you right. know, it, it, it's such that once I establish a certain degree of rapport, it, all of my mm-hmm. friends, right. family members know me, I play, I play too much. And I, I didn't mean for it to come off like that. But if, if, if anything happened that I stated, I retracted and I apologize. I respect all of you all for mm-hmm. being here, mm-hmm. and I will mm-hmm. be mindful of my words moving forward. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Brother Seth. Yes. 
Um, let's. Uh, do we have any other hands up? Uh, no, no. We're Excellent. good. I just, I just have a question for Sister uh, Janet. One brother, second, you know, brother Leonard first. I don't know, but somebody. I want to know: Do they pray? And when they pray, do they get answers? And if so, how? Absolutely, uh, we pray. Um, I'm not sure if I fully understand your question, uh, but I, I, prayer, I, 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 communicating, I probably, communicating. I probably, I probably spell it out clearly enough. I'll make. I'll kind of just talk, get in and get out real quick. But I want to know this: in the Old Testament, our, our people was it was a very serious thing to communicate with the Most High without bloodshed. Well, the priests had a certain ritual they had to go through. And I mean, it was serious. You never see regular people, unless they was prophets, talking to the Most High. Um, it was serious. And I want to know how you praying without the blood of the lamb, the blood of the goat. And, uh, of course, you know, Messianic claims they have a relationship to Christ. That's, that blood has been shed. So what is your take on that in terms of how do you communicate with the Father? And how does he answer you? Uh, that would mean the Holy Spirit. You don't believe in the New Testament, I don't think. So the Old Testament, the New the Spirit mainly came upon the prophets. So that that's kind of a little bit. Okay. So what, what so what I would do for clarity is I'm going to yield to my teacher to answer that question. Well, now hold on a second. Hold on a second. I mean, this is just me. The moderator can do what he mm-hmm. wants. But what okay. I would like is for you to answer as well, because if he is going to be answering all the questions and we invited you on to do that also, I mean, you can hear the floor to him, but I just want to at some point come back to you. I want to hear it out of your mouth, your confession of faith, if you don't mind. Um, you don't have to be now, though. Are, you, can go to, you can go to Atlanta, Brother Leonard, first. I, I mean, I let the moderator determine that. Do, do, you, do, you, do, do you see how, okay, so Brother says, the, uh, the, the interruption. Okay, I'm, I'm going to answer your question because you have asked me. Um, but, you know, I have been taught that um, the Lord of hosts is our Redeemer, and then the Hebrew Israelite man is the head of the woman. And so I am inclined to yield to my teacher because of our belief in that. I am inclined to yield to Brother John. I am inclined to yield to you. But I will try to answer the question um, as best I can, although I prefer to follow the protocol of my teacher and yield to the Hebrew Israelite man who is the head of me. Interesting. Brother Marie, I so, let you know, let people, people, I don't know what to do. As a people that are yeah, let her as, as a people, people. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I was just telling Brother Seth to go ahead and let you approach it the way that uh your customs dictate. Right. So so my custom is to yield to my teacher who is my head. Very well. Let's, Brother Leonard, uh, I believe you heard the question from Brother Seth. Do you mind giving us some insight there? Uh, in, in the previous uh, previous um, part two that we had last Tuesday, I went to I went to Isaiah forty uh, four and six, and I, I revealed, revealed to you the God that's over Israel, and it's it's the Lord of Hosts, and uh, so so the, so the verse goes that. 
Let me read it right quick. The verse goes that it's two beings there in Isaiah 44 and 6. Let me get it right quick. Forty four and six. Forty five or forty four and six. Forty four and six says, Thus said the Lord, the King of Israel, that's Yahweh, and conjunction, his redeemer, the Lord of hosts. So this verse plainly tells you who the redeemer is. And so synonyms of a redeemer are is savior, deliverer. Right? And so if you go to um Daniel chapter twelve, verse one, and I'll be through with it. And so the creator being intelligent as he is, he's not going to do a misprint. So if you go to Daniel chapter 12, verse 1, he's going to tell you what it is. And this, this, this is a prophecy, but it hasn't happened yet. So it says, and at that time, which we all know we live like now, we know that we, are, that we, we have to be delivered. At that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of Israel, for uh, the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even at the same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. And the, and the book that he's talking about, that Daniel's talking about, is the Old Testament. There wasn't no New Testament when he wrote this. There wasn't no New Testament, and there wasn't no Jesus. So he tells you right here. Let me read it again. At that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even at the same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. And so that's the that's book the of Old remembrance. Testament? That's the book of remembrance. It wasn't no New Testament. The, hold on, I'm sorry. Brother Leonard, you said the book of remembrance? Yeah, you want me to show you where it's at? No. Uh, no, no, it's not necessary. You can just tell me what it is. The book of remembrance was, I, I was telling you that in, in Daniel uh, Daniel chapter 7, where I, that's one of, the, one of the places I got cut off the other day. I mean, I know it probably wasn't, in, it was, well, it wasn't intentional, but I didn't get able to finish. But Daniel told them the time of the end, the time appointed, and the end shall be. And everybody assumes that that end is the end of the world. But he's telling them that the individual as a nation is going to come to an end. And so, so, so you have to understand that. So the end of Israel as a nation came when Antioch Epiphany came. And the third beast became the nation of Israel came to an end. And, but everybody assumes that, you know, that the end, he's talking about the end of the world. But he's talking about the well, end of he can't he brought Israel as a nation to an end. Did not the Most High say that Israel would always be a nation? Yeah, yeah they're, they're a nation, but as far as on, as looking at them in their land, no, they're not. They're not a nation. They've been scattered. Well, well, right. So they're scattered. It doesn't take away nationhood from them. It just simply takes away the fact that they don't have the land to call their own. So when you say that Antiochus Epiphanes uh, sacrifice Antioch, yeah. the swamp. I'm sorry. Antioch Epiphany. Right. Um, that that was 
the end of Israel being the nation. Right. So then after he did that, uh, they were still there. There was the Greek occupation and the Roman occupation. And in 75 AD, Titus and his son sacked Jerusalem. And that's when the remaining Israelites spread. So at that time, they had a nation and they had the land and they were occupied. So how could one say that they were dispersed during the time of Antiochus Epiphanes when they were there there during the Maccabees and they were there during the Roman occupation? Okay, so that's 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 where that's I'm glad we I'm glad we right here. It's got to be the Most High because what happened is that it, Esau came in, and this is this is the dilemma with all Israelites. Christians, Hebrews, Muslims alike. Nobody knows this. So if you would go to Daniel chapter 11, uh, verse 14. Okay. It says, and, and in those times, there shall many stand up against the, the king of the south. That's Ptolemy. That's one of the generals of Alexandria. Okay, I mean, hold, Alexandria. hold on a second. Uh, uh, brother, brother, I was talking and you didn't hear me because my line was muted. I apologize. What okay. I was just saying, you didn't hear me, though. It's not your fault. I was muted. But I was saying when you okay. first started talking, there's someone as you're building, you're building, you're laying line upon line, precept upon precept. Someone have a question about something you just laid down. And I don't want you to keep building on something we're not clear on. Now, I do want you to finish. I don't want it to be said that you didn't get a chance to finish, but we do have a question. This is Brother Ella Shure, who is normally a co-host on this show. The only reason why I'm letting him in is because he's a co-host, and I know he know how this works, and he can't. he's not going to talk a whole lot. He's just going to get in and out really quickly. Brother John, you okay with this interruption or this, this question? No, because it, the, the what we should do is let this last point be made. Okay, because All right, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Yeah, he's in the middle of that, and then we can bring Elishua on uh, right after. Well, he said he had to go, and then he had to come back. But okay, all right, we'll, we'll stick with what you're saying. He heard you. Okay, you so Mel has to go. He said that he had to run some an errand. He was going to come back and call the oh, show later and talk more if he had a question. But I understand what you're saying. Okay, okay, um, brother Leonard, you were saying. So I'm in Daniel, in, uh, Daniel 11. 11. 11 verse 14 says, And in, in those times, there shall many stand up against the king of the south. That's Ptolemy. He's one of the four generals that took Alexander's place. He, he got Egypt right. and Judea. So it says, At that time, there shall many stand up against the king of the south. Also, the robbers of our people shall exalt themselves to establish the vision, but they shall fall. So what they did was this Esau. And so what did Esau do? You have to go to Obadiah. There's only one chapter in the book of Obadiah. And it's going to explain the whole thing. So it says, I'm starting at verse 12. Hold on, you on reading the whole chapter? No, 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 no. I'm just going to read it. I'm at 10, verse 10. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. So first of all, verse 5 says, if the most high is talking, if thieves came to thee, if robbers by night, how are I cut off? Would they not have stolen till they had enough? 
if grape gatherers came unto thee, would they not have stolen some grapes? How are the things of Esau searched out? And how are his hidden things sought out? So you have to go and search that out. So we get to verse 10, it says, For thy violence against thy brother, this is what Esau done, violence against thy brother, shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. In the day that thou stood up on the other side, in the day that strangers carried away captives of his forces, this is when Anak Epiphany came. And foreigners entered into his gates and, and cast lots upon Jerusalem. Even thou was one of them. But thou should not have looked on the day of thy brother in the day that he became a stranger. Neither should thou have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither should thou have spoken proudly in the day of their stress. Thou should not have entered into the gates of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, thou should not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Neither should thou have stood in the crosshairs to cut off those that did escape. Neither should thou have delivered up those that did remain. This happened during the time of Antioch Epiphany. So, so, so what he's telling us is Esau came in, stole the land by the 12 lots, and started calling their names by the same names as Israelites. So from, so from that point on, it's Israelites in the land that's posing as Israelites. But nobody knows there's you saying there's Edomites in the land posing as Israelites. It's all Edomites. And so Herod built a temple. That's what Daniel chapter 11 just told you. They picked the vision up. Herod built a temple. The Romans ran the Edomites out in 70 AD. Antioch Epiphanes ran the Israelites out in 143 BC. That's what everybody is uh, uh, not understanding. Okay. Well, that's right. And so you have to go back. You got to go back and, and redo and redo your research. So this is when Esau got a hold of our records. And, and so since at the, at the Council of Nicaea, the, 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 the second man in charge was the Edomite. So they, come, they came up with the name. They came up with a name. They created Jesus. And once they created him, they did what I told you. They, did, they used uh, typology. And they tell you that typology, the, the Old Testament, is types and shadows of the New Testament. So, so everybody in the Old Testament is uh, not involved because they point toward Jesus. Okay. Okay. If I may. So, you, as as always, there's a lot that was said there. So, mm-hmm. the the most of it I followed. It's obviously recorded. I'm gonna have to go get the scriptures, and I'm gonna have to go mm-hmm. and take a look at, at at what you're saying. But mm-hmm. the the thrust of what you're saying is that. Israel was not in the land during the time of the Maccabees or the time of of uh, of Rome. Which, right. And, but it was mm-hmm. it was Edomite, quote unquote, as you stated. Right. That's the thrust mm-hmm. of what you. Okay. So that that I'll, I'll have to look into that because I'm like that. That was just something that you don't hear every day, and so I'm not okay. familiar with that. Okay, I, 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 I want to give you something else while we're right there. So it's right, it's right here in our, it's right here in the scriptures, but it's because of the, the uh, there's one God, the Lord of Hosts is our God. He's the El, the strong one. He keep he keep proclaiming that all through the Old Testament. He's El. That's why they have El on the internet name. They're strong one. So at the Tower of Babel. The, the, the land was divided up by the Most High by 70 angels. The Lord of hosts, which is Michael L, received 
Mount, we see the land of Canaan. So when Moses went to hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Repeat, repeat, repeat that, brother Leonard. So when, in seventy-eight, when, when uh, at the Tower of Babel, the land of the land was the earth was divided up by the seventy angels. Are you familiar with and that? And where do we get this from? It's, it's in it's in the uh, Jasher. Seventy angels. He divided no, the land up. In, in the Jasher. Right. In a, okay. I'm, but 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 but, but, but we, we 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 go there we go there we I confirm that because you say you you de- you're dealing with time so my point is that when when he tells Israelites that I inherited uh I inherited Israel so my question to you is can't nobody give the most high nothing he owned everything so whoever this person is talking was given Israel he inherited Israel can't nobody give the most high nothing. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. So who who's talking? Well, it states regularly that he would sell them into captivity. If, if oh, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back. I'm going back to the. I'm going back to the inherited part. He says I inherited well, Israel. He 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 inherited the land of, of Canaan. And so when 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 um Moses went to Mount Sinai, and mm-hmm. and he and, and the Lord came down to visit him. Uh, everybody assumed that that's the most high, but that wasn't the most high. Uh, okay. Can, 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 I, can uh, I show uh, you that? Brother John, can I, can I, can I, can I ask yeah, a question? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and jump in. Okay. We have a, another hand went up, and I think what, according to the callers, according to the uh, sister, uh, our sister Janet and, and brother, uh, the call earlier, our brother Kevin is still online. I think what we should do is just have a series of questions. Go ahead. I think when, okay, because what's happening is when Brother Leonard go to answer a question, he'll bring up something else, and you'll say, well, what mm-hmm. is that? And then he'll go down that mm-hmm. road, and he's not trying mm-hmm. to create no confusion. He just has to do all right. of this to make this point. And I think what we should right. do is ask him a question like, for instance, okay, there goes another question. So now we got three people got their hands up, and I bet I know why they're doing that. So what's happening is he'll answer a question, or maybe I think he answered a question, but he'll start adding to it, and it'll create some other roads, and he'll start going in those roads, and then folks are still thinking about that other question. And so at least for me, I'm, I'm having a hard time following him, and I'm trying my best. I don't have nothing going on, no noise around me. I got my Bible on. I'm listening. I got my ear. I got everything tuned. I'm not even watching the phone lines. Their hands have been up for a while. I'm not following him. And okay, I don't understand because, because I don't understand. Maybe. Uh, brother, all I was, was going to say is that we're dealing with scriptures that, uh, number one, we don't normally uh, hear much right. about, and, and we right. definitely mm-hmm. don't see them put together like right. they were put together to prove the point right. that Brother Leonard is in the process of proving. I, I mean, that's the reason why I always have to go back, get the scriptures, mm-hmm. go through them, and the whole nine. Anybody who just catches this on a cursory level is going to go right mm-hmm. over their head. Right. May, okay. may I say I, I, I want, I want to, I want to, I want to go to Exodus chapter three, and then I, and I, you know, I, I saw this song, everything up I see. Um, <laughs> hold on, let's do this. Let's, uh, well, dang, I, 
was going to say Dr. Jeanette was holding, trying to say something, but I guess you're going to yield the floor to uh, Brother Leonard. No. <laughs> oh. I, 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 what I want to say is, in my own opinion, in my own estimation, in my own experience, you know how, how in seminary you might have class 101 and then you have 102 and 103. Right. When we come on when when we come on the line, we are asking questions that are part of class one oh four and one oh five and we have not answered the the question in class one oh one. So you may say, right. What is the question in class one oh one, Doctor Johnson? I believe that the first thing that we should be discussing is what is Brother Leonard's evidence according to scripture that says that Jesus the Christ is not the Messiah based on his non-Masonic beliefs. That's 101. And if we stick with that question and then people can question him based on the, the scriptural evidence that he shared as to why in the non-Masonic Hebrew Israelite camp, Michael is the Redeemer and not Jesus the Christ. That's 101. But all of these, the, the, it's, it's, you know, a question is a question. But we've got to have some type of progressive uh, movement so that there is understanding from, like, the beginning. You know how you have a beginning, a middle, and an end of a story? Well, the beginning mm -hmm. of this story is, Number one, the God of the New Testament is not the same God of the Old Testament is the way the non-Masonics believe. So I believe Brother Leonard, if I may suggest, could start there. That's 101. That's 101. Jesus the Christ of the New Testament has absolutely nothing to do with the God of the Old Testament. That's that's a claim of us non masonics and so so you know we're we're going well, that's down. That's what I'm saying. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. Just like you just articulated that. I'm not saying Brother Leonard does not have an arsenal of scriptures that we don't know. He's on another level. I'm not. Uh, this is not the show where we bash people like that. We just stand up for what we believe in strongly, and sometimes it's offensive how strong we are so confident in what we believe, whether it's a truth or a lie. We just believe in mm -hmm. what we believe in, and we studied hard mm -hmm. to get to where we're at. Now, I would, right. I would like to know what, what questions we have on the phone line because it's probably going to be somewhere along with what you said, but I, I, I agree vehemently with what you just said. I think you got to start... One on one, you know, and, I, and for, for for clarity's sake, as much as I believe in Apocrypha myself, I believe those books should be in the Bible. You probably shouldn't. Well, I can't say you can't quote them, but I'm saying most people don't read it. So every time you quote Apocrypha, most people are gonna say, "I don't know about that. I don't read it. I don't know if I trust it." If if you if something is true, you can prove it more than one way. There should be a way to prove what you're saying with the Old Testament scriptures and the inconsistency you say, you say, of the New Testament scriptures versus going and getting other books, which we need and I agree should be there. But that sounds like another broadcast when we look at the 
Apocrypha and the Revelation of the Apocrypha. That's just me. Brother Mario, you got your hands full tonight. I don't know which way to go. We do have three people holding with a question. If, uh, if I may, Brother oh. Seth, I, I think that if we stick with the analogy that uh, uh, Dr. Jeanette just gave, before you even take that class, you are asking, like, you know, should I, should I, mm-hmm. should I stick with this particular um, right. uh, let's say do I want to go into business class or whatever and what you end up doing as you well know is you end up asking people, friends of yours who are in that class, you begin to ask probing questions because you're unsure mm-hmm. if I want my discipline to be business or if I want to go into biology and so you'll ask probing questions and to me those probing questions are what will make you decide do I want to go to biology 101 or Finance 101. And so to me, I, while I agree 100%, I think there's something that comes before the 101 class. I think one of the main, the, the, one of the main concepts, both Old and New Testament, whether you look at the New Testament as true or not, it, it's definitely there in the Old Testament. It's the mm-hmm. law of sin and death. If you sin, you die. That's the law of sin and death. And so the question that I would like to have asked as I'm probing, so to speak, mm-hmm. is that if you, the, the law is a, a unit of laws. If you break one law, you've broken the law. Is All that correct law. or incorrect? According to... Uh, what Christianity or according to what? No, according to your according to your understanding of the law. Torah. Okay, the, the laws. I, I was saying yeah, this, that. This is what, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is once again we're getting ready to go down a whole different rabbit trail, and so it's the rabbit trail at I'm the cool conclusion with. of, huh? I was just saying this particular rabbit trail I'm cool with because most quote unquote Christians, the one thing that they have a reasonable understanding of is the blood. And so. And as a non messianic brother John, with all due respect, as a non messianic, we do not believe that any blood was shed by a human being to save us from anything. And so that's what I'm saying. When when it comes to the 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 huge elephant in the room, when you bring non-Masonic and Masonic together, the elephant in the room is an intelligent discussion, a sharing of complete concept of why do non-Masonic discount Jesus the Christ. As our Redeemer, I so was we not know looking at Jesus the Christ. Huh? This, that that question actually was outside of Christianity and outside of Christ. It was only the law, because if a person committed a particular act and did not go and and sacrifice an animal mm-hmm. to atone mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that act. It said that person mm-hmm. would be cut off. 
And so okay. I'm actually Amen. in the Tanakh at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm strictly Old Testament at this point. And so the, the, reason why it's, the reason why I took that particular trajectory is because I just wanted to know what do you do with your sins? If you don't kill um, a sacrifice or you don't have a wave offering, be it uh, fine meal or, or be mm-hmm. it you know, mm-hmm. wheat or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, I was just asking, what, what do you do with your sin? Okay, so under the laws, under the laws of Moses, understand as you said, the trajectory is the sacrifice of animals, and so under that particular system, the animal was sacrificed to cover the sin. The animal, not a human, because right. the Most High doesn't believe in human sacrifice. So, so if you're speaking under the law, uh, the law of Moses. And when they were making sacrifices, then the animal was sacrificed to atone for the for the sin. So I'm not I'm not I'm not right. sure where you're going with that question, though. Well, but what I I'm agree. saying is that yeah. are you all sacrificing animals today? Because if not, no, we're I'm, not. Because we're not. Can I step in? Let me, let me, I'm sorry. No, we're you. not. Can I step yes. in? Yes, I'll yield to you. Yes. Yeah. So. If you go to the story of Naomi and Ruth, then okay. uh, uh, um, Naomi was a priestess, a, Mo- a Moabite priestess, and they worshipped, they sacrificed their kids in the fire to Moloch and, okay. and the Most High himself. The Most High himself came and said, you can't sacrifice your kids to, to the Moloch in the fire, neither have it came to my mind. It never crossed my mind to sacrifice no kids in the fire. So right there, he's telling you that, I mean, the story, the storyline of Christianity is that the son was there from the beginning. But he just what told. What are you dealing with the Torah? He just told the Moabites that he just told Mo, I mean, uh, uh, Naomi, that it never crossed his mind. We are not, we're, we're not talking about Christianity. You can't not talk about it when you come when it, when you talk about sacrifices because that's the whole foundation of the Christian oh, faith. It's, Hold on. that's the whole foundation. It started you, you, with we, the we, Torah. We, but this is a this is a brother John. This is a messianic non messianic discussion. And so when you bring up sacrifices, if you're not talking about the sacrifices of bulls and animals. For the uh, atonement of sin, mm-hmm. and you keep saying that you're 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 sticking with the Torah, but understand right. the whole conversation is flowing between non-Masonics and Masonics. So right. so, so the connection needs to be made because we got people listening on the line that may have right. questions with. So what is the significance? What if is I, the understanding of his question I know, about? I gotta ask a question, if I may. I mean, yeah, Brother John, I thought it was really clear in his question. I'm just sitting here listening, but I got to jump in at some point. His question is really clear. He's asking you, what do you do with your sin? My under okay. I, I, I'm now. You guys say you can't follow my teacher. Now I'm not following you guys because I don't understand. Okay, hold on. Let me rephrase. Uh, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase it. When you go to pray to the Father, 
Let's pretend there is no Old Testament. And folks, those of you on the phone lines, I can't do that. I can't do that. Hold on a second. This is a conversation where we're trying to look at the Old Testament to see the prophecy about the New Testament. If we come from the New Testament and they don't believe in the New Testament, that's that's not going to get us anywhere. So I think we have to do what the sister, I think she maybe said, but maybe not. I feel like we all should go back to the Old Testament. If you want to, if you're safe, you're going to live. Messianic Hebrews, prove it by the the, the, the Old Testament. Show us the Messiah coming. Don't go, about once, don't go talk about once he arrived. But right now, before we even get on that, Brother John asks you a question. You're talking to Yah. You're talking to the God of the Old Testament or whoever you call him. He's asking, how can you, in the Old Testament, not the New, under the Old Testament, that wasn't so. You don't have to go to a priest. He's asking you, how do you do it? Okay. May I? Okay. So I'm getting ready to respond. Currently, as a nation, we have been cast off. We are waiting to be redeemed, not by Jesus Christ, but by the Lord of hosts, Michael. So we are not required at this time to do any type of animal sacrificing. We have been cast off based on our disobedience. If you're familiar with, with, the, with the curses in Deuteronomy, oh, yes, the nation yes. of Israel turned their back. Huh? Yes, what's the mean? So sorry. how do you pray? So how do you approach the Father? How do you do what? How do you approach the Father then? We understand what you're saying about the curses. That's true. So how do you well, personally I, pray? Mm-hmm. So we are not praying for cars and houses, and we're not praying to go to the next level or anything like that, like I used to pray for in Christianity. What we're praying for is we're praying for uh, the return of our Redeemer. We're praying to be sustained in this land that is not our land. We do not okay. pray the pray. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just about done. So your question is, how do I pray or what do I pray? Or, And I'm saying to you, as a Hebrew Israelite who has been cast off, which means we are waiting for our Redeemer to come back for us, as he said. He would call us from every part of the world, every nation where we have been scattered. So we are not looking to do sacrifices where we are right now because we are not back in our land. Okay, now hold on a second. For time's sake, everything you just said, we agree. We agree now. We're not in our land. We agree with everything. So don't repeat, please. What we're asking is a very pointed question. When you go to pray to the Father, According to the Old Testament, forget about the New Testament right now. Mm-hmm. People couldn't do that. They, we had priests. That was the time you said, let me go talk to my priest, because you couldn't talk to the Most High. They have to go to, those priests have to go to the Holy Host, and they would get a word. There wasn't always praying and being able to go to the Father like the New Testament claims. We're saying, if you're praying, how do you think you're being heard with no blood? Okay, as a non-Masonic, we pray to the Lord of hosts. We do not have a trinity. 
We, we don't believe in Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Trinity, and non-Masonic. We are praying to the Lord of hosts, who we believe, believe is in, our... Uh, re- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You believe in the Lord of hosts and Yahweh, uh, Dr. Jeanette? The, the Lord uh, of hosts. We pray to the Lord of hosts, which is Michael, and Michael takes our prayers to the Most High. Okay, John, whenever you want to remember there's three callers I don't I don't really want to disrespect them either for you know, I mean we're trying to give them enough time, but keep in mind there's our people they do have quick questions, but we have three people now. All right, well, oh, did I, did I answer one. your question? Yes, you did. Thank so you. If you put the Lord of hosts, you not okay, let me ask you this. So in the old testament when they um when they wasn't inquiring at the priest's feet, so to speak, they was praying to the Lord of hosts too? I'm going to yield to my teacher on that one. Okay, Brother Leonard, because we got called at home. Well, Monterey, you go ahead, but uh, again, I'm asking the question. When they wasn't talking to the priest, were they praying to Michael? And if not, why are we praying to Michael now? Go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to I'm answer that. Everybody on the line uh, believes in that the Hebrew is right, so everybody would know who David is. And if, if David made a statement, then... I would put my ears up to hear what David had to say. So I'm in I'm in Second Samuel chapter seven verse twenty four, and and what has happened is uh, David wanted to build a house for the Most High, but we know he couldn't. So he sent Nathan. Most High was sitting, the Lord of Hosts sent Nathan to go tell David that Solomon was going to build a house. So he brought he brought David in the presence of the Lord of Hosts. So now David is in 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 the presence of the Lord of Hosts, and I'm in verse twenty four, and he says. For thou hast confirmed thy, uh, thyself to thy people Israel to be a people unto thy, to thee forever. And thou, Lord, art become their God. And now, O Lord God, the words that thou hast spoken concerning thy servant and concerning his house, establish it forever and do as thou hast done, as thou hast said. 26. And let thy name, watch, watch what his name is, and let thy name be magnified forever, saying the Lord of hosts. Is the God over Israel, and let the house of thy servant David be established. For thou, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, has revealed to thy servant, saying, I will build thee a house. Therefore thou hast found him in, in thy heart to pray the prayer unto thee. So if it was me, I'm going to listen to what David said. I'm well, not going to listen to what we just don't call him the Lord of Hosts. We don't call the Lord of Hosts. So you call the Lord of Hosts, but we agree that's good. Well, I just no, I, I just showed you. I just showed you. I just showed you in, in, uh, in Isaiah forty-four and six that Yahweh no, and His Redeemer. No, no, you did say it, but I don't know if you showed us. But I hear you. But oh, yeah, I just I read it. One moment. I read it. Okay. One, okay. Let's, One moment. Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Uh, Dr. Jeanette, okay. um, is the Lord of Hosts and the and the Captain of the Hosts are those the same person? Right, and and the Lord God. It's, it's a week. I told you that in in 143 BC when Antioch Epiphanes came is when the Israelites left, and Esau, our brethren, he was raised by Abraham too, got a whole entire record. That's how that's okay. how New so Testament came about. Established. Just to establish, you 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 were, you agree that the Lord of Hosts and the Captain of the Host are the same person, right? 
Okay. If I may, if I may, if I may, what the same rules we have on this show, and one of them is not to have callers holding forever, because I don't want people pissed off about calling the show next week, okay? We've got people holding for almost like 30 minutes now. So um, let's go to the phone lines, folks, please. I don't mind talking to y'all, but I just don't want people upset with us and not calling mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. So area code um, 678-559, do apologize for you. What's going on? This brothers is having to really share a lot, and we're trying here. Okay, mm-hmm. so with your pleasure to comment, we'd love to know your city and name, please. Name is LSU Israel Ellison. I've called the show a number of times, so everybody's quite familiar with me. I'm calling from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I thank you LSU. so much. For... Yes, sir. Uh, how's it going? I'm doing well. <clears throat> good, good. So <laughs> do you have a question or a comment? Uh, I have actually a, a number of comments because I see I've been on the line holding for one question. And, Seth, I really appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, taking out the moment to apologize to the callers because we literally the show started at 8 o'clock and we're now 9-something, and I know I've been waiting on the line 40 minutes. I had time enough to literally go to the store, get groceries, and come back home, and now I'm sitting in my bedroom waiting still to be led on the line. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say this. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the comments in regards to the lineup online precept and in and, and regards to the hermeneutical approach to understanding Scripture. But we have really gotten off from that. And a lot of the comments that are being made are just subjective issues that we have to basically analyze, and we don't have a standard. The standard is the word of God. So let's back all the way back up, because I'll be honest with you. I'm a person. I'm a fool person, but I'm left with a whole lot of confusion from what I've heard thus far. That's all I have is confusion. I'm not clear about anything other than who is the Lord of hosts, and I was clear about that before I called in the line. Now, the brother said that at that time, to Michael, the archangel, rise up, and fight for his people. And he talked about those whose names were written in the book. Well, actually, the brother made an assumption. As it says, the book, even if it's in the book of remembrance, which I'm always unfamiliar with that verse out of Daniel chapter 12, I don't believe it says the book of remembrance. I just said the book. And even if it just says the book of remembrance, then this is a, you're making an assumption. Because if that's the case, let's just follow this trajectory of reasoning. If we're going to only refer to the book of the people who were in the remembrance at the time that the book was written, then that means that everybody that proceeded thereafter is excluded. Why are we even trying to get in the kingdom if only the people who were named were already established in this book that he assumed to be the book of remembrance, if everybody's excluded? Then what's the whole point of trying to seek salvation? There's a lot of assumptions made. He made an assumption that Michael is the, is the Messiah of the Israelite nation. Messiah, Michael is an archangel. But when you read the, the, the verses in Isaiah, it speaks of a human being. When it talks about one who will come from the root of the stem of Jesse, that's talking about a human being. When it talks about the Messiah who was to come, that's talking about a human being. And last week when you made reference to the fact that that one seven week, so you're unfamiliar with biblical timeology and chronology. Because when it talks about a week to seven, it's not talking about a natural one, four, five, six, seven-day week. It's talking about a week of years, even when they're talking about a Shabbat week that's in the law. And another thing in regards to David, David can only comment on law. David was not a lawgiver, so therefore he has no authority to dictate the nuances of law. And all of what I'm saying right now is I'm going to pause. I'm going to come back on the line. 
But all I'm saying is that if we're going to stay line up on line, precept upon precept, let's stay with the word. They said that there was no need in that, there was no need from this point on to give a sacrifice. Well, don't give me your opinion. Go go tell me the scripture in verse and show me where it says that we that sacrifices have ceased. And I don't need I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody. But I, we don't need to have people's opinions that does not have the benefit of hermen, a correctly hermeneutic understood scripture. You can't take one scripture and apply it to something else at our convenience. When the Messiah, when the word, and when, then he talks about the fact that the Lord, the that, that okay. one last point, Yahweh, mm-hmm. as we know of Yahweh, what evidence did we have other than two occasions where Yahweh ever spoke? Unto mankind, he has always spoken to prophets. So when he was talking about the inheritance, it was Yahweh speaking through the prophets. That's who he has always just spoke to him. What what record do we have of the Great Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, the Lord of hosts, Yahweh of Elohim, Yahweh Elohim, the Lord God of Israel, speaking to us verbally himself? See, a lot of things are made in assumption. You give a lot of information. But if you're not giving clarity, you're just giving confusion. Because just because you say the claim and you say the scripture and you start putting let things me together. Ask, let me ask that. Let me ask all that. I didn't, excuse me. No, 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 no. I didn't interrupt you. Don't interrupt me, please. I didn't interrupt you. Okay. Uh, interrupt uh, somebody, some, no, 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 no. Neither one of you all were interrupted. One John, moment. John, John gave you the clarity and honesty. You've been speaking for 40 minutes. Let me speak, please. Dr. Jeanette, one moment. All that's taken place is that Elishua, who wasn't on the last show, wasn't on the previous show, who took the time to listen to those shows and had issue. This is this is the same this is the exact reason why we approach things the way that we approach things and and again brother Leonard had the opportunity to give plenty of information I, aside from a spirited approach I really didn't see anything wrong with what he was saying could you me well, I mean you said, but brother John you said yes. outset we I'm we sorry, said at the again? outset. We said that. at the outset. Is my line hello? Yes, you're yes, fine. Go ahead, Yes, sir. First of all, I want to honor the brother's zeal, but I just want wanted to say that if you're spouting off three or four questions, I understand that you've been waiting, and I honor that. But um, you're you're spouting off things that have not been said. Brother Leonard has been trying to share in a manner now, of line of he, he quoted from Daniel, and he talked about those who book names who will be written in the book. He did right, quote, I have, right. I have, I have, talk to me. And I asked okay. him, talk to me. And what I, say, and what I say to sir, he said is this, is that you're making assumptions because your assumption is that the New Testament is a false book. I'm not making the assumption that the New Testament even exists. I'm just going based upon the scriptures. When you say that those whose names were written in the book of life, those who will be resurrected, those whose names were written in the book of life, then what they're stating is that those people are historically. That means that you 
me, and no one else thereafter have a claim to be resurrected at that appointed time according to the reasoning of how you just interpreted that scripture, because that's not what the scripture is saying. I'm telling you I disagree with it, and that's what my point is. My point is based upon reason, that as, it's, as, as the ones who will be woken up reason. and will be rise up and come to life, then that means that simply put, those are the people According to your reasoning, the people whose names were already written at that particular point in time, anybody thereafter is excluded based upon your reasoning. That's not okay. what you I said, can, though. I, I can answer that. I can answer One moment. You okay. see, brother L. Brother yes, L, thanks for the yes. thanks for the input, uh, brother Linda. I'm sure yeah. you kind of biting us a bit to respond. Now, here's what I would like to do, if, if you guys. Uh, that being Brother Leonard and Ella Shua, if you all can have give and take. Brother Leonard, even in spite of the, the criticisms that we took early on saying that we were interrupting you, I would say right. that you have had some time where you were able to get some points across. Ella Shua probably rolled on for four or five minutes just now. I'm willing to call that even Stevens. What I would like okay. for y'all to do is, 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 is to have y'all's discussion and, and just that discussion where there's give and take. Because right now. Keep in mind, keep in mind, uh, Wiley, you, while you do that, moderate, I'm going to let you call it. If I'm not going to bring oh, it up again true. tonight. There are other people holding, but I'm not going to bring it up again tonight. Call no, it. No, 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 no. We got there. to. We, we, let's, Brother Leonard, Brother L, I do need for y'all to sit tight for a moment because. I remember asking Seth if there was anybody holding. I thought we were clear at one moment, but there's some oh, people. Oh no 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 no, no no no! I've said from for instance, we have three callers. I've said three callers constantly. But okay, no no, you're fine, line. Seth. I just thought I thought we were clear, but that's fine. No, I can't. Let's I go ahead and get caller number two. Okay, let's do this really quick. Folks, y'all hear what's going on, so if you can make your comments really quickly. I know it's not fair that you've been holding, but this is a different kind of show. You've got to make your comments quickly, please, because we've got a short amount of time and a lot to cover. So, Erico 910381, go ahead with your question or comment quickly. We'd love to know your name and city, please. Erico 910381. I just went to them earlier and tried to service the call. They didn't. They did the same thing they're doing now. So they probably have walked away. They held too long. Okay, let's go to another phone call. This one is always from the UK, Brother Noble. Um, uh, from the new UK. Uh, go right ahead, brother. You're on the line now. Go right ahead. Shalom, balance and righteousness, siblings. At this current let's moment, go, Noble I'm one. Going to... Shalom, I'm blessed. Uh, shalom. 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 Shalom, sister. At this particular moment, I'm going to yield based upon the exchange between Ella Shua and um, the good brother Leonard. Brother Leonard. I'd like that to continue, and I will come back in on the on the tail end of that. Wow, what very a well. Brother. We really appreciate, appreciate the consideration. Hallelujah. All right, okay, uh, brother, brother Leonard. Bro- brother Leonard, uh, in reference to Ella Shua's. Um, Statements, some statements, some questions. You were saying you can answer that. I actually forget what the question may have been. Just go ahead. Understand that in any conversation, <laughs> there's give and take. I would like for you all to have a conversation as opposed to I get 30 seconds, you get 30 seconds. If you all forget, just talk. Well, it's not, it's, it's, and just, 
it's not going it's not going to take that long because of, um what, what first of all what I what I just read I showed you that the the land of Israel was was uh was stolen by Esau I showed you line upon line precept upon precept and so then so from that point uh from that point on I I, I went to Exodus I want, I wanted to go to Exodus I wasn't allowed to go there and so my question to the brother before we continue on before I brother go Leonard. there before I go there I want to ask him. Brother Leonard. Who is, who is Moses talking to? Am I, who is Can you hear me, man? Yeah, let him ask the question. Let me finish, man. Come on, dog. All I'm saying, Please. Brother Leonard, is, listen, all I'm saying, Brother Leonard, is that I, I agree that that's what you showed us. We, we, no, let him yeah. answer. Please, I beg of you, let him answer. Come on, man. You cut me off, bro. I, I'm, asking, I'm, asking the brother, I'm asking the brother. I'm just asking him. Before I go there, I want to ask him a question. Who is who Moses, right. who is Moses ahead, talking please. to? Okay, please, who is ahead. Moses talking to? Who is Moses talking to at Mount Sinai? Hold on, he, he was he wasn't aware. Go ahead, ask the question again. So when Moses when Moses turned aside and the bush was on fire, who was Moses talking to? Is that a question to me? Yeah, yeah. that's you, Al. Yeah, brother, come on, pay attention, brother. Joseph is pretty heated. You got to stay, stay with us, brother. That's come very, on, Al. I mean, come on, come on, Seth. Go on and on, man. Come on, don't do that to me. Yeah, it's very obvious who Moses is talking to. He was talking to the same person we just talked about. We were talking about the Lord of hosts. But I'd like to know as to what, where we're going, what point are we making? Are you trying to disprove the Messiah? Oh, can you ask the question? question? You know, I just can you ask the question? question? I think that was the Lord of hosts. Am I going to answer 10 questions? I said it was the Lord of hosts. Question answered. Next one. This okay. May I, may I make an interjection? This hostility uh, has to the hostility cannot be allowed. It has to be respect. No, 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 no. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Brother, I, okay. I, I respect mm-hmm. your zeal, but your hostility has to be under control. This is a this is a healthy discussion. It's not hostility. Um, Doctor Jeanette. It, Ella Shua actually isn't. If you listen to any other show, um, I, this is what I call a spirited discussion. Um, it may be on the verge of, but um, he's not angry with but someone. Brother or John, happy. brother John, he, yes. brother John, brother L, brother L is questioning Leonard as to if he's going to ask him ten questions. That is not an intellectual exchange. If it's not, that say is it one not more time, an intellectual please. exchange. I'm sorry. Say the whole statement again. Okay. When when I I I want to apologize to the brother if I'm not saying his name right. Is it brother L? Elishua. I call him L for short. Elishua. Okay. Brother Elishua. When brother Elishua was allowed to come on the line and share after he had been waiting, brother Leonard did not cut him off, even though he asked several questions. Brother Leonard has only asked him one question. And he is going on in a in a in a very spirited manner, as you say, and asking Brother Leonard if he if he's going to have to ask answer ten questions. That's not an intellectual exchange. Brother Leonard only asked him one question, and so then he needs to to continue on with the discussion. Well, it, I think the one thing that we normally try to do, which we did not do, is we normally mm-hmm. will ask Brother Leonard, "What's the intent?" And that's all that L did. He asked him what's the intent, and he did answer the question. But you guys didn't ask Brother L what his intent was, Brother John. 
Brother John, you I said agree. you're not asking Brother L. John, I, I yeah. agree. Brother John, if I may, uh, if yeah. I may, if I may, let yes, me clarify. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yes, yes, you may. Let Go let ahead. Let me clarify for you. Now, first of all, okay. don't be taking, don't be, and please let, let me speak, speak unindebly, un, un, and I'm going to speak as, as softly as I can. Okay. First of all, do not be, do not be disheveled by my demeanor. I'm a very matter-of-fact person. And so when I ask you something, I'm just like you talked about class 101, 102, 103, where mm-hmm, you're talking to a mm-hmm. person who's basically teaches those classes. So the point is, is that I'm going to be very matter-of-fact to you. And what John mm-hmm. just stated is the, most extreme, is the most important factor in this whole conversation. Where are we going? What point are we trying to accomplish? Now, when I heard you speak about the difference in the Messianic and the non-Messianic and their belief and non-belief in regards to the New Testament, I thought that's the point that we were trying to attack. And I think that what we should do is first start with the basic assumptions that a lot of you non-Messianics have in regarding Scripture. Because like you talked about, the, when you talked about Michael, well, I didn't respond to anything that wasn't stated. He mentioned Michael. And so I classified and said that, no, Michael does not line up as the Messiah according to the prophecies of the Tanakh. He doesn't line up because the prophecies of the Tanakh are in relationship to a man. So that's what my point was making. Now, I'll ask you any question to you, but I need to know where I'm going. That's all I'm asking. I need to know what point are we trying to prove. I have no concern or no possibility okay. to spend in this hour, and we don't have no direction. Okay. But, but, okay. But, okay, and so let me, let, me, let me respond real quick. I promise, real quick. Uh, we could actually ask that. Oh, I'm sorry, Brother John. I, you know what? I'm going to yield. Oh, that wasn't uh, me. Brother that wasn't L. me that side. Okay, was it? Who, Okay, first of all, let me say, I love you, and I am saying we could actually ask the question of this entire discussion, where are we going? Because we keep going down different rabbit trails. I understand that. I'm just saying, let's be fair. That's all I'm saying. I honor you, Brother L., I honor your zeal, but I'm saying if 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 one person is going to be allowed to, you know, be spirited in their response and in their questioning, then allow the same on the other side. Don't cut him off and say, "Am I going to have to answer ten uh, uh, questions?" Okay, let's give us a time because we spend a lot of time on, on procedures and stuff. Yeah, let's yeah. We're not that needed. long. Listen, hold on a second, everybody. Okay. Brother John, I just need you to speak up, and when everybody when you speak Everybody needs to listen, okay? That's what needs to happen. That's what that that's what needs to happen. I got a I got a clock here that's five minutes long. Once a ding, that's it. Talk maybe twenty more seconds, wrap it up. So I think we should go back and forth. There is another caller, Brother Kevin, that was asked a question earlier. I think he probably has concerns about how this is going. So we probably should just go into the five minutes each. And uh, Brother John, I got the alarm, and we can let them go back and forth for a little bit, okay? Uh, obviously, it's 10 minutes to, to close, and I don't know if we're going to roll over with, with, with how yeah, we have so much time. I think this is a good opportunity to go ahead and roll over to, to how far we can figure that out. The one good thing okay. through the advocacy of Dr. Jeanette is that what she said, you know, be fair. I, I think everyone is attempting to be fair, um, except mm-hmm. that sometimes we misinterpret the other person's intent. And okay. we, we, can, we can make our necessary changes. We've had a quick breather. We've talked about 
protocol and how we do things. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move mm-hmm. forward. Okay. All right. I'm going to start a timer, Brother John. It's your wish. You let me know when. Uh, and I'm going to start up a five-minute timer, and I just think that's the best way this can happen because I don't see it happen no other way. That's fine. Uh, brother Brother Leonard, you were in the midst of, of the Grand Inquisition, I'll call it. Now, hold on don't a second. Take I that need to say, I need to say this. Hold on a second. There is a loud noise, and when I go to click Brother LSU, your lines it stop. Everybody hear that loud noise? Now watch this. It stopped, right? So let's show the line. Is, you heard how it stopped? Yeah, it did stop. Yeah, it, it did. But Okay, so but Brother LSU, I don't know what's going on, so just try to correct it. Maybe you can mute us when you're not I talking. Have to, I have to. What I'll do is when I'm not speaking, I'll mute my mind, but I have to find my phone because I walked away from it some time ago, and I have no idea where it is. Okay, we got the five-minute time we're going. Who wants to go first? And Brother, uh, brother, Leonard, brother Leonard was in the midst of questions. I believe we were at the burning bush. Brother L said that that hey, was... Brother, sure I'll, I'll meet your line until it gets done in five minutes, okay, for the North Sea. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, Brother, your line is muted. Go ahead, Brother Leonard, quickly. Well, f- first of all, when, the, the, I, when I started, I, I said it's a, it's a difference in the Redeemer and the Messiah. The, this ain't Michael is the Redeemer. David is the Messiah. That's the human you're talking about. It's not, it's not Jesus the Christ. Everybody knew in the Old Testament that, G, that David was the Messiah. It's all through the Old Testament. So, so the Redeemer is an angel, the first one the most I created in the very beginning. So everybody assumes that at, in, Genesis, in Exodus chapter 3, that that's the most high talking to, to Moses when he saw the bush on fire. But I'm going to read it and show you who it is. It says, now Moses kept the flock of Jephro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert. And he came to the mountain of God, even unto Horeb. And the angel of the Lord, let me read that again. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him in the flame of a fire out of the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Now, let me show you what your Holy Ghost said. Verse 3, and Moses said, I will not turn aside to see this great sight, while the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. And he said, draw nigh, hither, pull off thy shoes from, uh, from off thy feet, for the place wherein thou standest is holy ground. So it's an angel there. And the ground is holy because the angel is there. There going to be a Holy Spirit. Not the Holy Spirit that the Christian is talking about. I yield the rest of my time. Hold on one moment. Okay. So, if I may, Brother Leonard, you, you've already clarified that the quote unquote the, the Holy Ghost is there. Um, it, when you got to verse four, it, oh, and wow. you, cl- you you confirmed that the angel of the Lord was there, right? right? And then right. it says, and when the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, saw that he turned aside to see, God called him out of the midst of the bush. That right. word there is Elohim. 
that's not proper. That that's my point. When when we first started, um, you you asked me to stop saying that, but you think you got to think like a Hebrew. You got to go back to the curses. To stop. We've been cast oh, I'm sorry. out. We've 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 been what, cast out amongst our in, in, Say it again. I, I I told you to stop saying saying what. No 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 no. I, I was I was no. I was I was informed. I was informed not to say that. But we've been but we we are Hebrews, but we've been cast amongst the Gentiles. We're not thinking like Hebrews. So what I told you in the very beginning was that in the book of Enoch, which is what our forefathers were reading, they wasn't they wasn't reading King James Bible. There wasn't no King James Bible. So Enoch informed them. That in the very beginning, Jesus wasn't there. Wasn't no son there. He created seven angels from fire. Those are his eyes. They go to and from over the whole earth. What they see, he see. So when Michael was, when Michael came on the burning bush and saw Moses, when Moses got close enough, Yahweh in heaven talked through him to Moses. But you probably never heard that before. It was it's obvious. That's one of my reasons I'm on the line. Well, no, I'm saying that's the reason it's, I'm on the line to bring clarity. Say it again. That's the reason I'm here to bring clarity. So it says he goes seven, and so I never got to the point to show you the seven. They're all through the Old Testament, but we reading all over it. So when did these seven come in existence? They was there in the very beginning. When Jesus was there. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I asked my my question that I asked is because you okay. made mention of. The burning bush. Right. You said, mm-hmm. you, you said the angel of the Lord. Right. That was verse Michael. two. All right. right. Michael. And then, and then you went on to read, and you said, and when the Lord, capital L, that's capital O. That's, that's Michael. That's Michael. Yeah, we can stop right there, <laughs> Mike. You you know what? We can stop right there, and the reason why is that. I, it's not that I'm saying that that's not Michael. I just know that there's not enough time for you to explain to me that it is Michael. However, the point that I was trying to make—I can explain. I can explain. I didn't say you couldn't. No, I'm t- I mean, I mean, within two minutes. Let's put a five-minute timer. That's, let's that's let's the extend it another minute because John was going back and forth with him, uh, but he mm. talked first two minutes and then he continued on his. So it's, uh, one I, minute, I, I, I need. Five. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna read verse I'm gonna read verse four again. And when the Lord that's that's the same person I showed you in chapter two, I mean in part two in Genesis chapter eighteen. That's the Lord of the whole Bible. So it says and and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, then Yahweh because Yahweh can see what he sees. He's mm-hmm. he seven angels are consuming fire just like Yahweh is. They were formed. The rest of the angels were created, like I like I explained to you about man. He created a man and a woman on the sixth day. He rested on the seventh day, and he came back and formed a man on the eighth day. Right. Adam. But I, I, and so he did the same that. thing in heaven. The same yes, thing happened in heaven. He formed seven angels, and then he created some angels. Don't That's what nobody seems to know. Seconds. I want him to talk the whole one. Okay. All right, brother. Brother, there you go. It's, uh, um, Brother Leonard, yeah. okay, there goes one minute. Okay, 
All right, Brother Ellis sure has five minutes. Brother John, you want to say something? Notice y'all ain't saying nah, much. No, no, no. Heal my time. All right, Brother Ellis sure we coming to you. I hope you got that noise straight now, Brother. Uh, your line is now open, Brother. Uh, go right ahead. I can see what the noise okay, says. No. Okay, we got to hear from you. Go ahead. Immediately, I want to just I want to respond because as I said that <clears throat> the scripture is the end of all conflict and all confusion. Um, German said that David is the Messiah. David is the son of Jesse. I just want to use right. the scripture to prove that that's incorrect. No argument. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the spirit of Yahweh shall rest upon him, and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and mighty, and the spirit of knowledge of the spirit of Yahweh. Now, this is this a couple a rod out of the stem of Jesse. The rod out of the stem, the, 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 the stem of Jesse was David. So, therefore, David could not be the Messiah. Okay, go to, go, go to verse 10 in that same no, chapter. No, let me go to my next point. Let me go to my next point. I got five minutes. Don't interrupt me, please. I appreciate it. So, therefore, David, in that regard, could not be the Messiah. Um, also, um, as you go back and you read the book of Daniel, and it talks about the prophecies of Daniel, and it talks about the one that is to come, uh, and it talks about the prince of the people who is to come, and it talks about the Messiah when he gives the, the, 70 weeks, the, the seven weeks of weeks for 70 years. Again, we're talking about a prince. We're talking about a king. Brother Ellis, yeah. please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Folks, if you look, call, if you click on this show, do it with a link. You must call the show now. You must call the show now. You will be disconnected. You can listen to the rest of this, but you must call the show. You can't be listening from your computer or the Internet. You must call the show. Call that phone number, 914-205-5590. One more time, 914 914- I'll add a minute, brother. Go ahead. Now, the next thing is in regards to to Michael. You said that Michael is our redeemer. No, I beg to differ again. And I beg to differ you with you, not of opinion, but based upon scripture. Daniel chapter 10, verse 13. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, and this is uh, the, 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 uh, the speaker, uh, the angel Gabriel speaking to Daniel. And he says, and he's responding in kind, but the prince of the king of Persia, who withstood me one and twenty days, lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Now, again, right there what it said, he's a, he, he is a prince. doesn't say he's a redeemer. Daniel, chap, Daniel chapter 10, 21, verses down the same chapter. But I will show thee that which is noted in the scripture of truth. There is none that holdeth with me in these things, but Michael, your prince. Uh, now the verse scripture that he read that he read to beginning with an hour ten minutes ago, and at that time Daniel chapter twelve verse one, and at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of our people. There should be a time of trouble such as never was once before as a nation until such a time, and at that time thy people shall be delivered every one that be found written in the book. So again, uh, Michael is not our redeemer. Yahweh is our redeemer. And I could go on reading you verse after verse after verse after you're verse. Make, you're after not verse making no point. From the Psalms that clearly states that Yahweh is our redeemer, that Michael is a prince. If you look at the Hebrew, it comes from the same word cherubim, meaning that Michael is an archangel. So therefore, he's not our redeemer. Uh, go ahead. 
Okay, can so I, can I tell right. you, are you yielding your time? Can I tell me? Yeah, because you got you got two minutes. You've got two minutes. If you let this go, that's fine. He's going to go for five or, or less. So, brother, you you're you yielding it. Let's move on. You yielding it? Yes, yes can I, I'm yielding my time. Yeah, go ahead, brother Leonard. Okay, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Okay, okay I mean, I'm in Ezekiel 37. I mean, this, he's uh, I mean, he not, he not probably reading the scriptures right. He's fumbling with them. So let me read 37, and then you 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 make your summation. So I'm in Ezekiel okay, 37. Wasn't no son here in the bosom. 
Ingram tells us there were seven angels in the beginning, and the first one that he formed was Michael L. So I'm going to read what he just read in, in chapter 11 and shine some light on it. Verse 1 says, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his root, out of his roots. Now, I'm going to start reading at verse 2. A spirit is an angel. So it says, And the spirit of God, the angel of the Lord, that's one, shall rest upon him. The angel of wisdom, two. The, understand, the angel of understanding, three. The spirit of counsel, four. And might, five. The spirit of knowledge, six. And the fear of the Lord, seven. There go your seven angels right there. You read no Okay. Okay. I have to shut off this line because of the noise. I'm going to open back up this line. Sister, you have to go ahead and make it a minute, and then we're going to go to LSU and open up this line. I'm going to take 30 seconds okay. after uh, Dr. Jeanette, if I may. Okay. So ahead, I wanted sister. to share. Yes. I wanted to share from Genesis chapter 48, verses 15 and 16. And this is, this is Jacob talking. Genesis chapter 48, verses 15 and 16, to the comment that the archangel Michael could not be the redeemer. Verse 15, Genesis 48, verse 15, and he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which fed me all my life long until this day. Verse 16, the angel which redeemed me, the angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads and let my name be named on them and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. So he was redeemed by an angel. And I'm going to yield to uh, my teacher if he needs to put just a few emphasis on that. I don't know, I, but I'll go with the protocol. I well, just want to say Brother Moderator, hold on. Brother Moderator wants to say something. But I, go ahead, Brother Moderator. Yeah, Brother Leonard, a moment ago, you it was almost like uh, almost like a in passing, you said that a spirit is an angel. But it is. Uh, well, <laughs> he breathed his spirit into us. Uh the 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 dry the valley of dry bones, he breathed right. into them. Are you saying that he breathed angels into them? Well, 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 that's, well that, that's that's my point. When when you go back matter of fact you should you should get the book the, the book I read I wrote about Halloween. When you go back it says Lord of hosts. What host is he lost it's not Yahweh, so what host is he over? When 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 he created a flesh body when you create a flesh body, question, brother Leonard. I know, I'm asking. It. I'm asking. It. When, you, when, you, when, you, when you create when you create a flesh, you create a body. It's laid on the ground, and when the Most High put the Spirit in the body, is when the body gives life. So he asked Abraham, and Abraham told him, "I'm just a sojourner down here." Why would okay. he say that? Because he's a spirit, he's an angel that's in heaven that's placed in the spirit in the, in the flesh body. And so uh, but the, the spirit angels of Abraham are watching over him. Abraham. The right, spirit exactly. Of Ab- a spirit. The, a spirit. The spirit he, told, he told Jim, brother, he told brother, Jim brother, that I knew you. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You got to let Brother John comment, then Brother Ella sure got to comment in three minutes, okay? Right. All I'm saying is that in each of us, there's a spirit 
of man. We have the spirit in us, but that is mm-hmm. not an angel. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. And I'll say this, Brother Leonard, all, many times in the scripture there was a spirit that came upon uh, a person and then David played and the spirit left fall. I don't, I mean, I know that there's fallen spirits and uh, we do believe those are angels and there's spirits that are not fallen. We do believe there's, there's, those are angels, but I don't, anyway, let me go to, um, uh, I'm trying not. I, I'm just trying to get y'all. I don't want nobody to say that you didn't talk enough, so I'll, I'll hold my comment. Ella Shure, sorry about that, brother. Uh, three minute time starts right now. Okay. Again, uh, well, again, I just want to respond to everything that he's stating because I think literally that a lot of what's been stated is just biblically incorrect, it's biblically inaccurate. Um, we understand that we're reading a language that is like 5,000 years old. We're reading it in an English translation. And so when you read a word, that's the word that the translators chose. Like in the verse that she chose in Revelation 4, in Genesis chapter 48, 16, and it says, the angel which redeemed me from all evil. Well, the root of the mm-hmm. word, the word, the Hebrew is ma'ak. And what it's referring to is a messenger. So it's not meaning a cherubim, but when you read about cherubim, then it's more distinctive in that regard. And the scripture that you read from Ezekiel, I have no argument with the scripture. It's very clear. It said David should be a king. It didn't say David should be a redeemer. It didn't say David should be the Messiah. It says David should be the king at the appointed time because the fact of the matter is that when there's a new heaven and a new earth, the one who should rule and reign and govern Israel after the thousand-year millennial reign of the Messiah that you reject will be David. We don't reject that. The thing is that you're making a lot of assumptions because you think you're coming out here to, to clear something up and correct something. It's your whole approach and way mm. to it. As I said, I'm not mm. hostile. I'm just very matter of fact. And I'd rather we just stay point on point with the scriptures and not go with the basic assumptions because as we've just seen, three hours have went by very, very quick. And like John just clarified, when it said there about the spirit, the spirit that would be upon the Messiah in that regard in Isaiah 11.1, 1, it was a descriptive adjective. It's not speaking of a person, place, or thing. It's not speaking of a noun. That was an adjective. It's talking, describing the type of spirits that would be upon him. If you go back into Tanakh and read in the Torah, it was those who were those who were who were uh, smiths. and it says that they were crafted and gifted in those things, and they had the spirit of, of that particular craft that was upon them. So all I ask is that I'm just trying to get clarity, and that's why I can yield my time. Go right back, and I just come right back, and I'll clear whatever point. I yield the rest of okay. my time, sir, moderator. Okay, can I get that time? I have a question. I, Let me get I that have time. A on, okay. Um, may I? May I? Real briefly, like thirty seconds. Brother, brother L, just said that because the scripture said that David was a king, he couldn't be the Messiah. But do you guys not call King Jesus? The Messiah? I didn't. Know. No, no, no. First of all, no. I didn't I say that. I never said that. I never said that. No, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I didn't say you said that. No, I said in the in the Christian faith. Brother L said that because he could be the because he could be the king. He no, be the I said brother L no, said that. I, I thought no, you what said I, that. What I said, then, no, what I said in regard to the scripture that he read in Ezekiel. The scripture was mm-hmm. making reference that David was going to be the king. I said that right. I have no issue with that, that David would be the eternal king over Israel after the millennial reign. I have no issue with that. But he stated But you also the, said that he could not be the Messiah. You, didn't you say no, that he could not be the Messiah? You can be, guess what? 
There have been many kings. Was all kings was Josiah the Messiah? Well, what I'm saying is was in Christianity. Was Saul the Messiah? We're not talking about Christianity. I wish you would not make that assumption. May I, I say may that I from speak? the beginning? I'm, I'm not a making a point. I'm not defending Christianity. I'm not saying that you're defending. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that, brother. I'm not saying that you are defending Christianity, brother. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just making a point that King Jesus, who the Christian faith believe is the Messiah, is also called a king. I didn't say that you said that. I'm just making the point. So it's not. I don't, it's not unnatural for a Messiah to be also called a king. I didn't say you said that. Okay, right. And I, and I understand that point, but this is the thing, is that let's not make no basic assumptions because I'm not trying to refute Christianity. And now that I'm not trying to refute what you, what, what you are as far as being non-Messianic. What I mm-hmm. am trying to do with very much intentionality is to be an advocate and apologetic of the scriptures, the Hebrew mm-hmm. scriptures, and, and the Greek scriptures that were translated from the Hebrew that you are mm-hmm. that, in the New Testament that you reject. Now, I respect and mm-hmm. understand that you reject the New Testament. That's why come I have not referenced it, neither have I referenced Christianity. I don't need that to prove the reality and the truth and the veracity of the scriptures. I can stay with you mm-hmm. right from the Tanakh. So, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. I go back to the point that in that particular passage, because you have to understand, all scriptures are not generally approached or umbrella, you approach to all scriptures. You have to read things within context. The context is extremely key. So in that particular passage, when it was making a reference to David being the king after millennial reign, that when Israel would be one in the land, never to be removed again, that is King David. I have no dispute with that. But that's not. But I'm not going to take with that and make an assumption that's also the Messiah that Daniel was speaking of when he talked about the Messiah that was to come. I'm not going to also assume that that's what Isaiah was speaking of when he talked about a root out of the stem of Jesse that was to come. So that's just your class. Brother I'm L. That's it. Yes, sir. Brother L, if you could take your two minutes, make your final comments, and then we'll take the Brother Leonard, and then we'll put it into the hands of Dr. Jeanette. She's been gracious. I think she should get the final word. Okay. Well, I would say this, and I'll say this. I don't speak to any of the hosts, and I have all respect, the utmost respect to the gentleman on the host, and not even to the host, to, to the, to the uh, guest on the show. What I'm speaking to is a listening audience, and I will tell you this, that I came into this truth many, at least three decades ago. And when I came into this truth, I realized that my salvation was solidified. So therefore, I was very apprehensive. And only until I began to search this out through the scriptures to understand the connection that I embraced this truth. I knew it in my heart of hearts. And I will tell you that there are a lot of non-Messianics. They do not do what they notoriously say they do, go line up on line, precept for precept. As you have witnessed tonight, so you don't have to take my word, many times it's very juxtaposed and you go from one point and you go off to another thing. And before you know it, you have this jambalaya theology and nothing systematic connecting one point to the next point. So I would say to each and every one, Search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. Because even when it talks about Moses and it talks about a prophet that was to come, it says that you are to hear him, and if you don't hear him, you shall be cut off. So we're not talking about any like manner. And to the Messianics and to those who are Christians who have now embraced and are entertaining this, this reality, this biblical truth, understand that I can nowhere suggest 
that you would rege- that you would reject the Messiah. I said that you would reject that white European image of Christ and Christianity, but you do not reject the Messiah that was prophesied in the Old Testament, realized in the New Testament, who was that prophet that Moses spoke about was to come and said, if you didn't hear him, you were to come. Because remember this, you Christians who cross over. Once you reject the Messiah, as it says in Hebrews chapter 6, and you've known who he is and you reject, you are eternally doomed. You are eternally condemned. There is no turn back. So think long and hard about that decision before you make it. With that, I give my regards. I put the floor back over to the moderate. I love each and every one on the line. I mean no disrespect, but I am who I am. I'm very forthright, and I'm very matter-of-fact. That's just me. So please don't take it first. Appreciate that, Let me, that, quick, let me jump in real, real quick. Hold uh, uh, a second, John. I forgot one thing. There's a brother I actually hung up on. Hopefully he's listening. Please forgive me, brother. I, I, well, I don't know if I hung up on you or not. I was talking to him, and he just dropped. He wanted to comment. And Brother Kevin, I think, wanted to comment also. Uh, don't know if we should. We probably should out of respect for these brothers let them say something. So is everybody okay with right. giving Brother Kevin about 30 seconds, just 30 seconds? Uh, if I may, Brother Seth. Go, go right ahead. Um, in all sincerity, considering everything that Brother L just stated, I would be inclined mm-hmm. to believe that uh, Brother Leonard would want to respond to what L mm-hmm. said and then uh, Dr. Jeanette, Dr. Jeanette, and then we can let those brothers respond. And the reason why I say that is because Brother L put on put it on the table, and then we're going to add something more to it right now. Uh, well, that's all, you can do that; it's not a problem. But I promise you, this brother been holding literally thirty minutes. And I, I earlier we said we weren't going to go to him because it was so heated, and it's been thirty actually, but forty minutes this brother been holding. So I don't know what Brother Kevin had, but Brother Kevin, you hear what's going on? We love you, brother, but. It's just one of those conversations. So go ahead, moderator. Just tell, just give us a just give us a moment. We're gonna we're gonna extend. Uh, I thought Seth had his timer on. I think L went closer to three minutes. Mm-hmm. So we'll extend mm-hmm. the same to you two, uh, brother Leonard. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the brother just quoted uh, Acts chapter four verse twenty two. For Moses truly said unto thy fathers, A prophet shall shall the Lord your God raise up unto you. Of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you. Know, I quoted Deuteronomy. I quoted Deuteronomy. I didn't quote that. I told you I don't go to uh, the New Testament. You if I may, I started Deuteronomy. Go ahead. Okay, I'm doing. I'm doing your favor. I'm doing your favor, brother. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Deuteronomy which you just quoted. It says, "For Moses truly said unto thy, the fathers, a prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you uh, of your brethren, like unto me, him shall you hear in all things." Whatsoever ye shall say unto unto you, so they say that this is Jesus Christ. Now I'm gonna go to Deuteronomy where you went. Deuteronomy 18 says, so the, the situation in Deuteronomy 18 is the most the most high is gonna kill Moses, and he needs somebody to take take his place. So so you said right in the guide the word, and now 18 Deuteronomy 18. I will raise like I said um in the beginning that about the uh typology says. I will raise them up, a prophet, from among their brethren, like unto thee. And I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall say, that I shall command him. So the Christians say, that's Jesus. Well, I'm going to go to Deuteronomy chapter. Deuteronomy chapter. Uh, let me get it. It won't take me that long. So now, it's 34. 
says in verse 9, And Joshua, the son of Nun, full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord has commanded. So what I've been trying to prove to you for three, three uh, shows is that there's a wicked scribe in here. And, he, and he's Isn't telling it? you there's a wicked scribe in his book, Esau. He's the one that got the New Testament. So he just took me to Deuteronomy, quoted something that, that, uh, Deuteron- that was said in Deuteronomy, but it's not Christ. It's Joshua. I'm going to read it again. And Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as he commanded. That's what Deuteronomy okay, 18 talks about. He's not talking about Jesus. And I can, I can do it all night. Okay, Brother Leonard, brief question, sir, please. You just quoted Acts, Acts, chapter Acts. Can you tell me what your objective was quoting chapter Acts? Or because, 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 the per, because the person that asked is leading you to, he's telling you that when Deuteronomy said that, he was talking about Christ. Okay, well, but I would have showed you, but I would have showed you that the most of was getting there to kill most. Okay, bro, I agree. You got to deal with that. You got to deal with that, brother. You got to deal with that. Yeah, brother Leonard. Take a deep breath. Yeah, brother Leonard, it's all. Hello? Hello? We can hear you. We can hear you. Sorry about that. I had to mute both of the lines because it was kind of getting up there. So... That, and oh, I, that was a timer that that was a timer that went on. Everybody's back now. Uh, Brother Elisha, mm-hmm. your line is open. Brother Leonard, your line is now open. Okay, okay. y'all just try to uh, moderate. Come on, uh, do your thing now. Um, we're almost at the end, so um, I want to explain it. Brother Leonard, you did take three minutes. Okay. Yeah. I want to explain it. Let me say this. Let me say this, Brother Leonard. If the brother don't see it. He just don't mm-hmm. see it. If, if no, it's simple. It, he just, he just, he just, he just, he just said, okay, no, but I'm just saying, the brother in Acts, the brother in Acts, the man in Acts made you, had you, every Christian and every Muslim believed that Deuteronomy 18 was talking about Christ. But I went and showed you what he was talking about. So you have to deal with that. The most I don't That's make mistakes like that. Deal with it. He it got three minutes breath. to deal with it. So hold on, brother. I'm going to put your line on hold, Brother Leonard. Brother Leonard, you're now muted. I'll assure your line is now unmuted. Go ahead, and you got three minutes. I'm going to put that same timer with that weird sound. So go right here. Start now. Go for it. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, thank you, Brother Seth. Let me read the verse that you read. When a pro- uh, um, the verse that he talked about in verse 18, and it says, there's a prophet among you, and he said that that prophet was Joshua. Well, if you go back up to the beginning of the chapter, it talks about the things that would happen to them in the last days. It talks about even what's going to happen when we go over to 28 and talks about what's going to happen to them in the last days. And it talks about their prophet and their prophet in the last days. So Joshua lived at the time of Moses. So it could not have been a reference to, to Joshua because it said in the last days. It was a, that's what I mean by context. See, we, go, we, we, we brought our scriptures real quick. But we don't understand that every detail is a significant point, specifically as it's given you chronologically in regards to time. So if he's talking about in the last days and Moses is speaking, and while Moses is speaking, he's looking right there in the face of Joshua, then we know that he's not speaking in reference to Joshua. So that's it. That's all the point on that. I'm through. Okay. 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 Okay.
Who is he speaking to? Who is he speaking about? He's speaking about a prophet that was to come. He didn't call a name. He definitely wasn't speaking. But one thing we can be very clear in regard to the chronology and the context that since it's in the last time that he wasn't talking about Joshua because his Moses was sitting there looking at Joshua while he was talking to the children of Israel. Good point. Mm-hmm. Sister, you have anything to share? Brother Moderator, you want to? You still there, Brother John? Hold on a second. Let me make sure I have a meeting, Brother John's lying. And I have. I'll be dog. Oh, Lord, he's going to kill me. Brother John, <laughs> I have literally had a meeting for like 10 minutes. I'm sorry, brother. I ran up, I talked to you. Let him make it, John. Let him make I'm, it. I ain't going to send him the rest of the show. Go ahead, brother moderator. I apologize. Brother the, John, go right ahead. I, th- I think it would behoove us to let Dr. Jeanette complete her statement, get that person on the line to... Uh, get their statement of question in, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. At this point, I just want to honor Five Smooth Stones. I want to honor Brother Seth. I want to honor you, Brother John. I want to honor the uh, spirited discussion between Brother L and my teacher, Brother Leonard. Um, And I just want to thank everybody that tuned in tonight. And um, it, it, it is 1,000 times improved since last week. And so I'm just thankful and grateful that as we come together as family, whether we identify as non-Masonic or Masonic, that, um, that we have these discussions, that we continue these discussions. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Dr. Jeanette. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Dr. Jeanette. Uh-huh. Uh you are to be applauded. The if if nothing else were there, at least the voice of reason and uh just general consideration and um decorum. So thank mm-hmm. you. We we appreciate that. Nothing against you other heathen barbarians. <laughs> Nothing against y'all. <laughs> I joke. I'm playing with y'all. But I'm yeah, uh, that, that's just, is just is just nice. This is nice. Um, do we have a caller, Brother Seth? Yes, and going straight to the phone lines, uh, Brother Kevin, and I and I concur. I do think the brothers did a good job, though. It's okay to give. Again, they're very they're very passionate about what they believe in, folks. No doubt, they mm-hmm. went very well. Eric code seven seven four, Brother Kevin, you've been holding for a long, long time, but you know what what has happened. Go with your question or comment, brother. All right, can y'all hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Who's so, going again? This is Brother Kevin. Brother Kevin. Yes, I am. I am. Just real. I really wanted to just read two scriptures. One of them, I want to go back to what uh, Doctor Jeanette said. She read a scripture, and we kind of, in the heat of everything that was going on, we kind of neglected or kind of overlooked the scripture that she read. Um, and so, if I may, I would like to go back over that scripture really quick. And if you if you don't want me to read it, one of you one of you guys can no, read it. No, do you? I, I can okay. find it for you and read it for you if you okay, like. Okay, it's, uh, it's Genesis forty eight fifteen and sixteen. And Genesis. So I, you have it. Forty fifteen and sixteen. Forty eight. Genesis forty eight oh, verse fifteen and sixteen. Let me know when you're ready for me to read that. 
Go ahead. All right, this is King James Version, by the way, folks. Right. And he <clears throat> and he and this is Jacob. Joseph. This is Jacob we're reading about. Okay. So Jacob is who we're we're reading about. Okay. And he blessed Joseph and said, God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk. Okay, can I stop you real quick? This is, my, yes. this is the last thing I want to say. So he's blessing yes. him. So that means he's praying, right? Say it again. When you bless somebody, you're praying, right? Uh, I never considered it that. Uh, it could well, be. well, if you go back up a few, and you can, any, everybody's going to do this on their own time, but if you go back up a few verses, he's, he's actually praying. He has his hands okay. upon their heads and he's praying so when you pray okay, you're praying to, to somebody okay so that's all I wanted to say and you can go ahead okay, okay hold on brother Kevin hold on, hold on why did you say that in response to what to the uh, uh, Dr. Jeanette read this earlier I'm saying and we kind of overlooked it and this is in the reference to the fact that Jacob is telling you this is our forefather he's telling you who Abraham's God is who Isaac's God is and who his God is. And this is what and it's Jeanette an just angel. read. And in verse 16, he tells you his God is an angel that redeemed him. That's the reason why I wanted to bring this back up. Well, if I may, Brother Kevin, so didn't did we kind of touch on Go ahead. I'm not going to say anything. Go ahead. With the burning bush, uh, didn't we touch on this? Um, or did Correct. you see that as something different? Well, no, 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 no. So, um, Brother Leonard touched on it. And so, uh, Dr. Johnson read it. And what I'm saying is, in the heat of everything that was going on, it kind of got overlooked and nobody really commented on what she read. So, I just wanted to bring it back up and reference it again that this is Jacob talking. This is our forefathers. And uh, Brother right. Johnson has been saying this whole time. That you know, according to his teaching, that the redeemer, the redeemer cannot be an is an angel. And so, this is Jacob talking, and he told you straight up, word for word, that his father Abraham, his father Isaac, their God, the God that fed them and led them through all their life. Then he turns around in verse sixteen. He says, "The God that redeemed me." So that's three people, three men. Is an angel. So we can't refute that. And, and so, so all I'm saying is, hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Brother John, brother John. If I could, yes. let me respond to this because that's the point he's trying to make, and let's read it. Let's read it slowly. And Elbow, and, and, and he blessed. Hold on, L. L. Sir. Sir. Only if you do this in the spirit of Dr. Jeanette. <laughs> Just keep it, keep, keep it thorough, oh, I'm please. Gonna it. I'm going to do it in the spirit of me, but I can be diplomatic. I'm, I'm just playing. I hear you. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, uh, and he said, and, and he blessed Joseph and said, Elohim, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk. He said God there. Excuse me. Let me, let me, let me just speak, okay, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, it says that Abraham and Isaac did walk. It says, the Elohim which fed me all my life long until this day. The angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads and let my name be named on them in the name of thy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and let them grow into the multitude. Okay. 
Now, let's get context here. Now, first of all, uh, let me clarify to you. So let's just get it clear since that's what you're trying to make the point is. There's a, there's a distinction between a celestial, being, a celestial being and a human being. And the point that I was trying to make, which is what you're trying to respond to, is that I said that, 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 the, that there is not a celestial being who is our redeemer. And also, if you read this context within the scripture, because it's calling the great I am, the creator of heaven and earth, an angel. And we all know that he is way beyond that because he created the angels. He's not a created being. So what this is is descriptive. It's just like if someone came and did something for me, and when they left, I said an angel showed up to me. So let's not be clear since y'all y'all really into that subjective thing, but it seems that that's a very convenient thing because clear but, this but, is a very brother, yeah, wait, 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 last point, last point, please. The Hebrew word is malak, malak, and that word okay. malak means that word malak means a messenger. It means a teacher. It's giving you six or seven descriptive things of what it can be referenced to, and then it also says what God. So what you're doing is you take this Hebrew, you taking the, the Hebrew, you diminished it to English, and now you're confusing the people in order just to prove your point when you know okay, you're well. I agree with everything you uh-huh. just said. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you know hold the on. Elohim of heaven and earth is not an angel because he created the angel. Okay, brother, I agree with everything okay. you just said except for that last part. But here, here's what I want to say. Okay, so you said this is a messenger. And, and and you said that this is what was the other word you used? No, I'm not using the word. I'm telling you what the, I'm telling you the, the, the most simple Elohim. word that people can And, and so, 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 okay, no, right. And so when I when I got on, I'm giving you the exact description. You said some of the words that I was reading, but I wanted you to know that I wasn't just pulling words out of my head. I took the what's the most elementary thing that's common to everybody's concordance. And when I look at the Hebrew word, it tells you it's giving you... Is that, is that modern Hebrew or ancient Hebrew that you're reading? Now, out again, of? that's what I'm saying. Is if we go back to the ancient Hebrew, and if you're very familiar with ancient Hebrew, then therefore, if you listen with the table, you shouldn't even be asking me this question because you know that's not a reference to... That's not saying okay. that he is a celestial okay. created being. Hold on one moment, El. Okay. Hold, okay. hold on First one moment, all, Kevin. One moment, Dr. Yeah. Jeanette. Uh, my mm-hmm. concern, Brother Seth, is that Brother Kevin, who held forever, and we brought him on, he's Thank having uh, a dialogue that Brother L is able to respond to, but he can't. That being Correct. Brother now, I have one more scripture, and I'll be done. I, I will have nothing okay, else to hold say. Hold on, 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 Brother John, you addressed that to me. What are you saying that, that he can't respond? I'm saying, saying that right this very minute, Brother Kevin came on because he held long and we wanted to get this last call. He's bringing up points that Brother L is able to respond to, but Brother Leonard cannot because his line is muted. Now, okay, I didn't know that. I just realized that. I, oh my God! Well, I'm a, See, that's what I mean. Yeah. Folks, I apologize. Not trying to do that. Earlier, earlier, brother Leonard was saying, and, and they, that's when they got heated. I let L, brother L go, and then I just—it's my fault. I'm not trying to. So let brother Leonard go. Uh, uh, let me just give him five minutes just to make up for that, brother uh, Kevin. I have to put you back on hold, brother. Just, well, just, can, I just, uh, read, just can I read this last? Well, just he three verses. Point. Three verses, yes. and I'm done. Go ahead, brother. And it's pretending to, to what we just read. 
So I'm in Brother Genesis chapter, chapter I'm in Genesis chapter quickly. 31. Genesis chapter 31, verses 11 to, to uh, 13. Then he reads, And the angel of God spake unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob, this is the same Jacob that we were just reading in 48 and 15 and 16. Jacob, and I said, here am I. So remember the words that we just read, the angel of God. And he said, lift up now thine eyes and see. All the rams which leap upon the cattle are ring-streckled and speckled and gristled. For I have seen all that Laban do it unto thee. Now listen to what the angels said, because the angel is talking. I am the God of Bethel, which thou mm. anointest, where thou anointest the pillar, and where thou vowest a vow unto me, the angel that's talking, he says, I am the God of Bethel. Mm-hmm. He, says, he says, and where thou vowest a vow unto me, now arise, get thee out from this land and return unto the land of thy kindred. So what I'm saying to y'all, you keep, we keep giving metaphors and allegories and, and mm-hmm. Hebrews mm-hmm. and this and that, but the scriptures is telling you plain as day. Jacob told you his God is an angel. Now the angel is talking right here in Genesis 31, 11 through 13, and he said, I am the God of Bethel. So can you explain to me, how do you explain that? Mm-hmm. Okay, Leonard. I can explain Leonard. it very simple. I can it very simple. <laughs> and you just missed it from the first point. Verses 31, 31 and 11, it says in the angel. Now, let's take it back. Let's quit reading it in the English. That's what it means. It says the messenger of Elohim. Spoke unto me in a dream. So the angel is a the messenger of Elohim. You're okay. correct. Sir? Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. And I said, here I am. And he said, lift up now thine eyes and see, and all the rams which leaped upon the cattle and ring state speckled and gristled, for I have seen. I am the Elohim of Bethel, where thou anointest the pillar and where thou vowest thou unto, unto me. Now, the same angel, as you stated, that's speaking when he says, I am the Elohim of Bethel, is the same angel when the scripture clearly stated he is the angel of Elohim. Now, we're reading an English translation, so let's read what it's saying. Because what it's saying is saying is that the messenger of God is speaking. And if the messenger is speaking of God in the first place, does he say, and God said, or does it speaking in the first place, speaking in representative of him, because another reference for that same word, angel, is ambassador, one who represents one on behalf, then that means that when I say, just like the prophet said, and I shall do a thing, it's not my, it's not Yahweh on earth speaking, it's the messenger speaking, but the messenger is speaking on behalf of the God who sent him. Okay, so listen to what I'm saying. What I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're saying. What yeah, I'm saying to yeah. you is, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not disputing what you just said. You, you just said exactly the point I'm trying to prove. Exactly. Exodus yeah, chapter yeah, yeah. 23 and 20 says, the Most High is talking. He says, I am going to send you an angel. Listen to what this angel says to you. Obey this mm-hmm. angel's voice. He will not pardon your transgression. This angel will not pardon your sin. 
So what I'm saying what to you is the scripture is saying that I'm what sorry. Are you speaking of? What verse are this you is speaking e- of? This is Exodus chapter 23, verse 20. So you just went to Exodus and you didn't tell me that. And now you were in Genesis. And no, I, I was quoting. Okay. I was just Brother, quoting. I was Brother trying to get you to see that. Brother Leonard is waiting. Brother Leonard is waiting patiently. What I was trying to get you to see is you're saying, yes, Exodus chapter 23, verse 20. So we just read that the angel of God said that he is the God of Bethel. Mm -hmm. So now we're in mm-hmm. Exodus chapter 23 and 20. Okay, now, 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 before I respond to that, I'm going to ask you a question. What point are you trying to make? Or what point are you the trying point to I'm make? trying to make is the same point that Dr. John, uh, Brother Leonard has been trying to tell you. The Redeemer, the person that we're overlooking in the Old Testament in the Scriptures, is an angel. He's the okay, one that took, took them up, out up, of... Hold up, hold up. I don't Kevin. need the explanation. I got your point. We don't need long explanation. No, time the time break. We don't need long explanation. I'm the timer. I get your point. Okay, I'm Kevin. Kevin. Okay, I, yeah, go ahead. L. Uh, Brother Kevin, I apologize. However, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 41 minutes over. Um, Pat, uh, uh, Brother Lin- Leonard, as uh, Dr. Jeanette stated, he has been waiting patiently. What we're going to do agree. is give him three minutes. And then we're gonna just uh, shut this, shut this down because I mean, we, you know, it, it, to, to be honest, it's a, I like the discussion. However, mm-hmm. I don't just sit around and listen to Hebrew discussions all. I got other <laughs> stuff that I do. So let me cut. If y'all could just respectfully allow me to cut you off, bring Brother Leonard on. Mm-hmm. Brother Leonard, you got three minutes to to come. I would hope you would give us summation, but if you want to go scriptures, you can. And if I may real quick in here in less than ten seconds, we probably can do a brother Ella Shore and Brother Leonard next next week, let them just go just eat with themselves, by themselves. I just was thinking mm-hmm. of that as the show creator. Maybe next week they can just explain whether or not they want that or not. Go ahead. Only if they mm-hmm. pray for discretion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Brother brother I'm, I'm, brother I'm Leonard, please don't take tonight. that personal. Brother L knows better. <laughs> I know, right? Brother Leonard, three, three minutes, please. Are you there, Brother Leonard? Is this line open? Somebody got noise in the background. Well, Brother Leonard, just talk over it. Okay, uh, so I'm just bouncing out what, what Kevin just said, that the brother seems to not, is not registering in his mind. I mean, I'm in Brother Leonard, wait, wait, wait. Brother Leonard, and that's how it all begins. Mm-hmm. So whether he whether it registers or, or not, right. if you just refrain from that type of dialogue, it'll stop okay. someone from taking okay. a pot shot back. Okay, okay, you know okay. So so I, I mean, okay, okay. So I'm in I'm in Deuteronomy 32, and I'm reading 39 through 41. And and before I read it, I, I, do do the, do the Most High, do Yahweh have a sword, and do Jesus have a sword? You got you got you got a multiple choice. You got a choice of Jesus got a sword, Yahweh, or do Michael have a sword? So now let me read it. See now that I, even I, am He, and there is no God with me. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. Neither is there any that deliver out of my hands. For I lift up my hands to heaven, right, and I say, I live forever. If I whip my dissonant sword, 
and my hands take hold of judgment, I will render vengeance to my enemies, and I will reward them that hate me. So I, got, I just asked you the question, which one of these three people has a sword? Do Yahweh have a sword? Do Jesus, did Jesus come with a sword, or do Michael have a sword? Is that, mm-hmm. the, is that the end of your question? What I want to do is think about that over the next six days. Okay. I doubt that that will happen. I, I literally was serious when I say I don't just sit around thinking about Hebrew stuff. I really do other no, things. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. But, but you, can, you can do it, though. Say it again. To my brother. brother I say, I say, I, I, I'm asking the question, who is that with the sword? Every, everybody from here to Asia know who got a sword in heaven. And he just told you, well, with his goodness well, sword. To, to me, if I may, Brother Leonard, to me, the Messiah, that being Yahawashah, Absolutely has a sword. Y- Yahweh? No, I didn't you say Yahweh. Yahweh got a sword? I, I said Yahawashah, the Messiah. No, Yahawashah got a sword? Where you get a sword at? Probably the same place got one. It's a sword shop. I don't know. What you ask me a question like that for? I, I don't know where he got his sword from. Yahweh's not known to have a sword. He absolutely has a sword. Out of his mouth comes a two-edged oh. sword. Okay, okay. Brother Leonard, let me explain something to you. It takes everything within me, when you try to take that, that cavalier approach, to not try and come. It, it, it's easy for everybody to come off and be disrespectful. That's the easy part. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, no. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm, say, I'm saying this. I'm saying this, just like the brother doing the scriptures. He said he wanted to deal with the scriptures. The, mo- the most I wrote for scriptures. I didn't write them, and Kevin didn't write them. And the scriptures well, telling you one thing, thing but, you, you but he's talking all something else. You Come asked on, me man. the question. We're going to deal not... with the scriptures or what? We're going to deal with the scriptures or fantasy. Listen, whether I'm right or wrong, that's my answer. That's what I'm saying. My, my, my bad. Okay, let's do this, folks. Let's do this. Let's wrap this up, okay? I'll do me wrap it up. We, we're doing good. Believe it or not, when people are even talking the way y'all are talking and up and down, it's okay because mm-hmm. people hear the passion. Mm-hmm. There's, there's people mm-hmm. on both sides of the fence listening saying, yeah, yeah. And so they're going to go home and think about it. But whenever you get too passionate, people start getting defensive mm-hmm. and start trying to hope the other one put yeah. the other one wrong. Both of y'all have said some yeah. things that I'm sure yeah. all of us have not thought about. So if you're true with yeah. your relationship with the Most High, you'll go home and search these things up. But we got to wrap the show up like mm-hmm. right now. So Ella Shure line is on hold because it has a noises line. This is what I want to do. I want to go through, and I literally want everybody to take no more than 20 seconds because I have got to wrap this show up like in two minutes. So, Sister, mm-hmm. uh, we'll let you go last. Uh, Brother Ella Shure, I'm going to let you go first. Uh, Brother uh, Kevin, thank you for your comment. I'm on mutual lines. This should not really a co-host, but we really appreciate it. Ellis, sure, go ahead and, and, and comment, brother. No more. Hold on. There, there's an alarm. Okay, there's an alarm. All right, Brother Ellis, sure, please. 20 seconds, 30 seconds. No, no more than 20 seconds. Come on, please. Oh, it's, it's, I have much more to say, sis. Again, um, my whole point in involvement in these discussions is to bring clarity and understanding and that um, – you know, Paul said that he does not give in to English genealogies and disputes over things because they render strife rather than contention. And again, again, I apologize for getting earlier because literally when I had told you that I wanted to come back, that I was going to answer questions get off the line. 
Bro, I was looking for closets and stuff that Tom found to hide in just so I could ask, ask my question and get off the line. And okay, I was literally okay. waiting I got all the way home. But, again, that's it. No, man, I just want to clap in. So are you able to come on maybe next week if we want, brother, if you want y'all to just to go back yeah. and forth, back and forth? Yeah, you need that yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do yeah. yet because there's a lot of things pressing with this Amber guy case. We may just drop this all together, folks. I'm just letting y'all know. But if we do, are you able to come off because the people are listening? Quickly, quickly. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Brother Leonard, are you right. able to, if, again? Yeah, yeah, I can come It'll on. just be you two. It'll literally be you two and, and sister and Janet, if she don't mind. She'll just be a caller like Brother Kevin because I just think y'all have a lot to say to each other. I could have jumped in there and said a whole bunch of stuff, but I just sometimes enjoy sitting back and listening and just asking questions here and there. All right, since Brother Ella, uh, brother Leonard, same thing, uh, 30 seconds, please, quickly, quickly. Thank you, Ella Shore. Oh, I, I, I'm glad to be on the line, and I appreciate y'all giving me the, the audience, and uh, I'm non void. Well, appreciate you, brother. I really do. Uh, I know we may, you know, I appreciate your passion, appreciate you, you bringing on with the support and the, the different callers and, and so forth, Sister Janet and everything. I really appreciate her coming on as well. Uh, so thank you. All right, Sister, um, Sister Janet, if you can go ahead and comment, I really appreciate it. That's Jeanette. It. Dr. Jeanette. Jeanette. Dr. Jeanette, uh, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead, Sister. Okay, once again, as always, um, I love Brother L, Brother Leonard, Brother John, and you, uh, Brother Seth, for working so hard to try to keep a balance. I think we did a wonderful, wonderful job tonight, and I just want to read two scriptures, Psalms 139. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down, and you are acquainted with all my ways. And so I just believe that uh, we all have a heart to learn, to grow, to share. And once again, five smooth stones, may the Lord bless you for your efforts and for opening your doors to the Hebrew Israelite family. Okay, appreciate that. And Brother John, if you can, go ahead and get your final as well. So thank you so much for those words. And like Brother John say, bring in balance and just kind of trying to keep the peace. We really appreciate that, Dr. Janet. Dr. Janet. Uh, just you props to everybody on the show. Everybody brought in what they want, wanted to uh, get off their chest. I think while some were passionate, approaching uh, the, the fringes of belligerence, it never went over to belligerence, and I appreciate that. Um, I just want people to be able to, to call the show and not feel frightened because of the rhetoric on the show. So thanks, thanks everybody. Brother Kevin, thank you for, for chiming in. Don't think that what, what you all say is on dead ears. I study this stuff, and I, you know, I'll go back and look at it. So um, thank you, and y'all have a good night. I, I mirror what Brother John just said. You know, we do listen. As a matter of fact, I'm about to go to work now, and tonight I'll listen to the show again and look for ways we can better it. Folks, don't hang up just yet. I got a song. I want everyone to really tune in. I don't play around with these songs. You got to listen to this last song because this is going to help us all. I promise you. I promise you. I put a lot into the first and last songs on all shows. Listen, I love every single one of y'all. 
and there is nothing you can really do about it. Uh, next week, um, so far, it's going to be Brother LSU on speaking directly with Brother Leonard, back and forth, five minutes or three minutes of where we decide, and we'll just take callers as we can get them in. So it'll be a, it'll be a uh, I don't want to say heated because I think they both mean well, and I think they have the right spirit, but there definitely will be um, some fireworks. I don't know the way to say it. It's the truth, but they mean well. And there'll be a lot of clarity go forth as well. As you see, the brothers are well-versed, as well as all of us have brought a lot of key things. So thanks to all the callers and everybody for making this show what it was. Listen to this final song, Very Serious Meaning.
there's no one that's that amazing. <laughs> 